That's right. Ah. Uh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's what's going on right now. Hey. Welcome to Greasy Conversation. Congratulations, you made it to another Friday without dying. Yeah. Pat yourself on the back, get yourself a beer. Pat yourself all over. Yeah. A little head pat. Grab yourself a box one. Oh, it's full stills. That was a bad <laughs> idea. Ah. Pretend, uh, pretend you're a dog that can pat its own self on the head. Like that would be the best dog. Yeah, like a, one of the, making them dog smiles where a dog's yeah. all floppy ear smiling. You can be the best dog. Yeah. In the world to yourself. Yeah. So, how's that news chug situation? Oh yeah. You know how we always got to start it off. This one, so it made me especially think of you. Ooh! Yeah. So this dude in the UK, well, how do I got to set this one up? <laughs> That's right. always a good sign. Yeah, so David Schwimmer, who played Ross from Friends, you may remember him. How not could I as forget? David, not as David Schwimmer, but as Ross from Friends. Yeah. Um, he had to put out a couple statements with an alibi saying that he was not in the UK on a, uh, a beer stealing spree because there was like this dude who was going around no to, one like, else could look like that guy because he wasn't casted to look like a certain like person we've all met before yeah but it was there, there's like just security footage of this uh dude who was going around um stores in the uk stealing hella beer and uh it's pretty dead ringer for david schwimmer so then they all got um and then they started like making jokes about it related to some uh ross centric friends episodes and shit and they all kind of got in on it. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. So the moral of that story is don't look like other people. Oh, man. Wear a mask on your beer-stealing sprees. Right. Well, I'm sure you probably could get away with it. He's like, uh, no one's going to arrest me. I'm, I'm Ross from Friends. Yeah. They know. <laughs> Just uh, put it on my tab. <laughs> oh, Ross. Yeah. Yeah. Call Rachel. What was your favorite? Wait, wait, wait. Before we get into all this serious, excellent content. Who is your favorite Friends character? Because uh, I, I loved Phoebe. I like the weird ones. Yeah, Phoebe was probably the best one. Um, and then I'm partial to say, didn't they have a duck for a while? Yeah, the duck was a gentleman. Yeah, the duck was probably my favorite character next to Phoebe. <laughs> so all the other people are trash. It sounds funny at face value, but the duck was a really well written into the <laughs> for everything that some might argue was written good or bad about friends the way they incorporated the ducks yeah love yeah them. can't do much better well yeah the one duck and it was a duck and a chicken you guys i remember this shit yeah and the <laughs> chimpanzee was there a chimpanzee for like an episode that's how it started with a capuchin monkey and the capuchin oh, monkey right. was ross's that's right and there was uh because this was kind of pre-internet uh, this was so pre-internet that um, two of the characters, man, uh, what's his face? Um, they made like a Windows 95 uh, instruction guide. Like there's a how to use Windows 95 by two of the characters from Friends. Oh, wow. <laughs> but anyway, the uh, people got an uproar about the, the monkey as a pet because you can't really keep a, a monkey like that as a pet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they get to a certain age and they start humping everything. They, and they actually did that in the episode. I thought that was kind of a cool cultural 
growth thing to happen. Because I remember some uh, animal people I knew being upset about that monkey being in the show. And then they had the episode where the monkey humped everything and he had to give it to a zoo. Yeah, and yeah. He was like, yeah, that's what you have to do. It's not a real pet. Just <laughs> starting people getting those as pets. And it's a miserable life for something that intelligent. Which kind of worries me about a lot of birds I feel that way about. Like it's yeah. way too smart of an animal to be – like that animal should be voting. Yeah, totally. And not be locked in a cage. Uh this was meant to fly right. into this cage. Yeah, of course, that's what humans are going to do. Be like, oh, let's take this animal that just like flies and migrates like all over the planet, and let's just put it in a tiny little cage. It'll be, it'll love it. Yeah, we have a history of loving subjugating animals. Oh yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, there's there's people that, like I've seen someone with like a parrot on their shoulder, like go to the bank, and the bird's just there on its shoulder, and it could. Its wings are probably clipped, so it probably couldn't get that far. And it's just yeah. so used to trying to fly away and getting maybe a couple yards before the owner just grabs it. Its wings go- so it's just like Stockholm syndromed, where like, it looks like, oh, that bird's like his buddy. And maybe sometimes it is. But this time I just got this feeling. I was at the bank. This, this guy was rude to the teller. And I was like, this guy, that's a bird slave. That bird <laughs> uh, is happily on his shoulder because it fears anything else. See, its will is broken. See, I actually think that in that situation, the parrot is probably the mastermind. Whoa! He's he's like robbing the bank. He told the dude, he's like, "Hey, take me to the bank." So like, we're gonna pull a heist. Whispering right in his ear. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, and then like he gets up to the teller, and the the parrot's like, "Put the money in the bag." All the years <laughs> that I haven't been able to figure out, like, get my head away from this dude with the bird on his shoulder and the fedora and the gray beard and uh you just put such a spin on it now i'm like whoa i just saw like a a subjugating bird ruler yeah maybe he's like head of the bird mafia he was like a puppet to that bird ruler that was the bird's bank account bird's like hey if you don't if you don't do this you know i mean it's a nice family you got be a real shame if something happened to him birds making the money birds calling the shots (laughs) Clearly already a good episode. Tell your friends. Gather them around. Bring everybody inside from the cold. And uh, holler on the places you holler, all right? And, uh, yeah. That's the vault of knowledge. We're opening the vault of knowledge, everybody. Brace yourself. Knowledge vault. Woo! Open the vault of knowledge, everybody. Yeah. You get bonus audio there. We have, like, multiple pages today, so it's more of a question of... Uh, yeah, where to go. Where, where the next best so one So I got is. this one, and then uh, when Kevin gets here, we can take another poll, but I'm going to run this by you. All right, where where do you think this happened, just by this Oh, this I love this game. Yeah, we're going to play right. Where Do You Think This Happened. Yeah. This woman, 73 years old, was worried about the meth that she was smoking. Right, so she took it to her doctor for a second opinion <laughs> to make sure it was it was clean and not gonna you know wasn't made with all types of harmful chemicals. Yeah, because there's like one specific chemical that you're getting when you're getting meth. For yeah, sure. Yeah, you're gonna totally. get that exactly Always. every time. Yeah, there's a specific. Yeah, no. That's a that's a great move. Everyone should do that when they're on meth. Take it to someone that's gonna take it away from them and wiggle a finger at them. Like, <laughs> 
You can't go to the doctor without him telling you you're fat. You think he's going to be down with your meth habit and walk your, hold your hand through that? That's such a meth thought. That's like a meth type of decision. Yeah, where well you're like, I mean, because she was like worried that the drug would cause her harm. Yeah. Like, yeah. As opposed to that, that totally ex- safe, non-harmful meth that's yeah. going around normally. So, so where did this happen? Oh, naturally, I'm, I want to say either Florida. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, all yeah. Right. Of course it's Florida. <laughs> I mean, it's probably happened in other places too, but. You skated by free this time, Arizona. I'm looking sideways over at you. Over Until there. next week. <laughs> With your mesas. I don't trust the flat top mountain. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's pretty old to like still be like doing meth, man. No, she's a noob. That's why she's talking to her doctor about it. She's so <laughs> out of touch, she didn't even know that it was something that like you could. She thought it would be like Molly or something where you could get like, is this really MDMA? Because like, oh, I take Molly to the doctor all the time and have the double check. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's never a time when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I have to like order drug kits online. She's all kinds shit. of new. I guess, man. New I drug don't... users, man. That's or like... it's just like, <laughs> or you just go on one of those like meth trips where you're like, I know the best thing to do in this situation. Take this to the doctor. He'll know what to do. <laughs> it really does sound like a meth move, though. Yeah, That's like you just so, got so spun. Yeah. She's like, oh, I got to go to the doctor. This is, I'm feeling really weird. Where you think you're having responsible, sober thoughts. Yeah, and you've it, been, and she's, yeah. she's been up for like three or four days and like totally out there. She thinks she's down and in between sessions with it, or really she's just on that weird plateau it has where you're still crazy and you don't realize that you are. Yeah, yeah. Making crazy moves that you think are all responsible that like sound like part of it might be something responsible. Yeah, 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 <laughs> totally. But not the move. No. Not the move. The whole thing, holistically, irresponsible. Man. <laughs> I just, I mean, this is, we can't, we can't do that in America. This is a fun, like, celebration of citizens. Right. <laughs> I mean, we... would the world be better if we could? <laughs> like, if you could just take all your drugs to the doctor and be like, uh, doc, yes. can you help me out? Yes, for sure. The world would definitely be better because we'd have testing of substances people are putting in their bodies illicitly or not. Uh, we can't, obviously, we can't stop people from doing drugs if we can make clear representative examples available or at least testing, mm-hmm. uh, then people can at least know what the fuck they're doing and not be shammed by people that are taking advantage of a black market. Like, you yeah. don't have a black market when you have a market. Yeah, yeah. Because I was reading up on like uh, different states that are like going through uh, opiate crises. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like crazy that... Like heroin is is almost it, it's not the prominent one anymore. It's all no. these different variations of like fentanyl that might be cut with a little heroin, but they're all like they're all crazy because I I didn't even realize this, but there's so many like time released variations. There's like yeah. short half life where there's like two hours, six hours. Yeah, and, and the uh, lack of education and this this hidden thing about it to where people don't have a way to find out. Uh, what they're taking or if yeah. they're taking too much or what the risks really are except anecdotal stories. And yeah. People are going to go right to the edge. So Yeah, because you can, I mean, you could take like these short half-life ones and then your withdrawal symptoms come on like right away, mm-hmm. you know, so you have to act fast and like it, it 
is totally different. Um, you can go off for a while and then lose your tolerance and try to do the amount that you did before the tolerance. Totally OD and right yeah, away. Yeah, that's happened. So many celebs, their ODs that have killed them have been right after a dry spell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, yeah, opiates are crazy that way because even like, uh, even something like the location, because your, your brain has like an expectation, like if you always like do it in the bathroom or you're or at home or something. And then oh, you and just, it rings that bell. Yeah, but if you do it at a different location, even if it's a, a dose you can normally ha- handle, but you'd be, you know, it's a dry spell that can still affect you Yikes. adversely and shit. I did so not there, know that. Yeah, there's all kinds of weird shit, but uh, yeah, it's gnarly. But gnarly. Just, uh, just be safe with your drugs, kids. Yeah. Um, that's all. Just do the good drugs. Do weed sometimes. Yeah. And, uh, and lay off the box wine and above. <laughs> yeah, that box wine level is. Uh... We found out it's six and a half bottles in this box. It's yeah, like which the, is like the boom box of liquors. Because <laughs> like, you can just backpack that shit and like have a party train behind you, spigot train. Who's down for a spigot party? I got spigot party. <laughs> spigot oh party's God. going down. Spigot party. Yeah, I just kicked into it too, so I'm not like fully podcast and blasted that's a season one move but we're nipping our way in we're gonna nip our way through the yeah we'll, we'll we'll do an, another drunk episode i'm sure eventually <laughs> nipping friday and not a little uh casual drinking episode <laughs> yeah it's just a little bit of lube and lube in those gears comfortable drink. all right so you gotta you gotta break this one down for me was like I love to do. Yeah. It, it it's about Bill Gates. Oh, did I just put like okay? Bill Gates showed a bunch of people a jar of poop. Yeah, there's uh, a little more to it. It's just I just can't get away from all the news about Bill Gates and his poop jar. There was one day this week where half of my news feed was pictures of Bill Gates holding a jar of poop. I'm like I get it. Do we all have to scoop this? Is this the craziest like race to the to the presses? <laughs> this this doesn't need an image. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the headline's plenty. I clicked on it right away. But I, it was like who, who's going to be the first one to have me click about this cuz I don't need to read about this twice. I mean, was it like was it his poop jar or was it just a poop jar? Good question. No, nah, it wasn't his, I'm pretty sure. No. Uh, that'd be weird if like Bill Bill Gates like has poop jars. Damn. But the thing is, that's really an excellent question that I didn't look into that maybe some of our crack team can oh, man, double check and like... comment in. Because I don't know. I'm pretty sure it wasn't his. Yeah. But yeah. whose was it? Was his wife's? Hey, yeah. Melinda? Maybe you had some, uh, I don't know, alien virtual poop. I mean, this, I don't know how many of you noticed this about your primal characteristics but i massively prefer the scent of a female human's poop than a male's but i don't like it prefer is the <laughs> wrong word yeah. if i were forced to deal with human poo which is like totally a bad smell if it's fa- if it's, it's female something about the smell is less offensive like i can tell going into a woman's restroom because uh forget lines yeah, 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 yeah. If there's a line, like, uh, you gotta go later. Especially if it's like a, a shitty bar where they have like one urinal. Yeah, you're like, oh fuck like, this. I'll be in this one. Yep. And sometimes it's not any better kept than the male. Nah, one. usually not. But the gross smells. Are, where was I? Why am I talking? Yeah. Okay. So if it were me, I'd use my wife's 
poop for sure. <laughs> That's what I was getting at. So my theory is that it's Melinda's poop, Melinda Gates. Yeah, probably. That he held up. Because then you can feel kind of like loving about it. Like you care about the person that made that. And you can kind of look aside from the fact that it's gross that you're holding a jar of poop. But he did it to usher in a contest to make uh, waterless toilets. It's like a festival of engineers competing to win a prize for the best design for a toilet uh, to get this poo out of the water. Hmm. So what little water supplies there are in some of these arid nations yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, isn't having to deal with poop. One, I believe the winner had like an auger in it and it, it looked like a, like a little mining operation in the back of this <laughs> toilet. Damn, so like drills keeps drilling a hole just to like endless drilling just the the poop hole and there's like a an auger ladder thing of of dry matter and the water the liquid matter would be separated and purified and stuff and collect in a tray in the bottom and you'd use that to water your plants huh yeah nice yeah i want my plants to like when i eat my salad i want it to like remind me of me subconsciously <laughs> i some of my cells are working their way back through familiar, like old friends. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, like visiting old friends. Yeah, because like the microbes will, uh, well, no, you're, the microbes in your stomach, they'll recognize. They'll be like, oh, hey, you guys remember Jimmy? Yeah, you made it back, <laughs> buddy. Tell us about your journeys. Oh, man. Well, I, I wrote on this auger. It's a, crazy. You guys yeah. got to try it. There was a tray. Oh, there was a tray involved. Oh, so that's what heaven's like. <laughs> like South Park's great because there's a tray involved. That's like the, uh, yeah, that's like the microbe afterlife. <laughs> apparently, now that I just said that, that's, that's what it is. Whoa. On that suspenseful note. All right, so we got, this is a little more serious. All right. Uh-oh. Because, you know, serious shit happens in the world, unfortunately. And uh, we have Ew. to talk about it. I know, right? <laughs> if it could just be like, you know, everyone just like gets photographed with poop jars, like it would, you know, I, yeah. I could handle that. Um, I, I, I don't want to talk about the fires in California. Yeah, no, 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 man. So That's, it's, uh, it, I mean, yeah, it's tragic. It's, it's terrible. So bummer, like worst case bummer. Yeah. But we're not going to help much yammering about it. So if anyone's suffering with that, hopefully we can laugh your way past it but we acknowledge you and condolences for yeah sure. totally um all right so we got elephants have evolved to stop growing tusks yeah. to steal yeah 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 yeah. no this isn't sad news this is great yeah i guess it yeah. is yeah yeah do it evolve evolve babies evolve baby elephants little fellas cute little fucking giant things evolve Fuck tusks. What, are you going to fight each other with them anyway? That's lame. So these Yeah, they're all hella peaceful. Yeah, they're becoming pacifists. They just arm wrestle with their noses for territory instead of tusking each other up. They're like, hey, this is what these people want. We're just going to stop growing them. Thanks, jeans. And that just shows, like, elevation. Okay. Sorry, box one. Evolution <laughs> might seem really slow, but that's evolution in our lifetime. These things are... Growing less tusks. It's yeah. like a middle finger to America. I mean, humans. Yeah, totally. Because elephants are like, they're hella smart, man. I don't think America's the main tusk. No, 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 no. Meant that, you know. But, you know. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, yeah. Cheers for the little... Cheers, little elephant fellas that are giant. 
Yeah, that will be giant without tusks. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, they don't need those. No. Especially if they're just going to get stolen by assholes, man. Is this a metaphor for gun control? Maybe we just have to... Yeah, we just have to evolve bulletproof skin. I was going to say we, like, just d- don't have as many guns around, and then there won't be any as, as many guns around then. You know? <laughs> like, I'm all about, you can be a gun collector, you can have your gun collection, but the whole cultural concept of, like, all of us having to have one, it'd be great if we just didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I... That's not the ideal way of settling things. That's not like the end conclusion of where we're going to end up because we've only progressed less gunny and less violenty and less uh, uh, human life endy as a species, as a whole across yeah. the board. Yeah, I mean, I think the whole notion that like you need a gun for protection is just like pushed way too hard. That's a good way of putting it because I don't think that's irrelevant or completely non-existent. Yeah, but it is overemphasized. Yeah. Um, pepper spray though on the other hand I've had multiple miscreants confirm with me that pepper spray uh, is way more um, effective than a stun gun oh yeah someone really on one might be able to push past that stun gun feeling especially um, was it taser is a specific brand and they have a specific pattern of frequencies for muscle incapacitation but they are patented so anything else that's not Taser brand, that's just a regular stun gun, is just a very high voltage, which can be very painful and relatively incapacitating, but it's something you can push past. You can adrenaline your way out of a traditional stun gun. Yeah, so like someone on PCP is like not even going to flinch. For sure. But I mean, where's this PCP at? I mean, who's getting any PCP <laughs> nowadays? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't... Shh. I don't run in those You go look for that shit to report back. I don't see any lying around. <laughs> but, I mean, I could imagine K-ing it up. I could imagine ketamine. But then who's that Vaughn on ketamine? They're, like, trying to climb out of an imaginary hole in the ground. Yeah. Not really a good mugger. So, I mean, the world's gotten better in that way. But, anyway, pepper spray, I've heard, takes people out better. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, pepper spray, everyone. I'll let you know. You guys run at me. We'll find <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah, we'll set Come it up. At me. Come at me, bro. <laughs> no, I really know. don't, though. I don't yeah, want to no. waste that shit. Yeah, I don't have any pepper spray. Yeah, it's, it's cheap. I got this kind that's like a, like a gel foam thing, and it goes particularly far. There's nothing wrong with getting, like, spending a couple bucks with, like, a name brand. That, I don't remember the name brand because maybe it wasn't really a good name brand. It was just yeah. like, that was one <laughs> it, I... It was a brand that had a name. Yeah, I didn't eBay this one. I went to Amazon with this one, that bastion oh, okay. of quality assurance. Yeah, yeah. For sure. But I mean, I mean, it's supposed to like push a bear over. It's supposed to like make a bear like fall down. That's and, quite a claim. And claw at its own chest. I mean, did someone I test know. that? No. Did they not. test that? Nor did I spend that much money on bear shit. It's not bear shit. Bear I, spray that guy. Yeah, I got the one that's like uh, has like a like a kangaroo on it instead of a bear. It's like it'll take a kangaroo out. That's the best. It's like yeah, how they like, rate them. How big an animal will take out. And how do they even determine that? Right? Like, who's well, going to... Well, there's testeroos. Testeroos, yeah. They're like... All right. They're the new rat. They're like, all right, intern. <laughs> Get in so, the pouch. So what you got to do? <laughs> so what you got to do? Now you got to go start with a, a fight with a kangaroo, and then you got to pepper spray him. Oh, God. <laughs> and then we're going to eat him. This is a food kangaroo. Anyway. Yeah. 
It's get one a, of those kangaroos. It's going to be in that lunch meat. Get that roid steak. <laughs> oh, man. Shout out to episode five. I'm going to pretend I know which episode it was. Four, yeah, something like probably that. Probably four. Yeah, we talked about kangaroo meat. Yeah. It's on Instagram. Check out Instagram. That's like the best place no, to check out stuff. No one's going to do that. Like, a kangaroo will whoop your fucking ass, dude. I'm afraid of him. No, no. Not even a contest. I mean, maybe, maybe like some huge boxer or like professional fighter could take on. I'm sure like Mike Tyson could like take on a kangaroo, you know? I have his, no concept. Prime. Have you been around one? No. But they just, they're, they're like kicking for it. And they have huge fucking claws on their feet too they'll just gut you back on the tail and kick yeah yeah and they'll they'll just they can just gut you you know what's a secret one like that too is ostriches yeah ostriches will fuck you up man there was an ostrich farm where i was growing up in apple valley california sorry california apple valley was on fire a whole lot when i lived there too i was like surrounding it i used to have to deliver pizza with a mask on because the fires were such a presence Yeah. yeah 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 Um, this was like 2002 fires. Anyway, there's an ostrich farm. I was in middle school, I think. Boy Scouts, we went toward the ostrich farm and then we had like a barbecue and it was all ostrich burgers. So I had my first ostrich burger experience while staring one of them bitches down. <laughs> and they were saying that the, the ostrich could kick a lion's head off and they found headless lions. And throughout high school, I told people that and everyone's like... I don't know, have you seen how thick a lion's neck is? I don't think the head comes off of a lion that cleanly yeah. like a kick. I think you can pull the head. It's like the neck is like part of the body on a lion. Yeah, like you yeah, can't yeah. kick a lion in half. They're not going to kick. <laughs> the, like the lion's not going to tear in half with an ostrich's kick. It's kind of. Yeah. It's a bit much. It'll just, it'll just knock them out. Yeah. Kick them, break the neck maybe? Yeah, picture maybe. That I kind don't of know. Kick. I'd, uh, be, I'd be more afraid of the, the giant fucking talons that right. will just like slice you open yeah it looks like a raptor like legit velociraptor yeah like the conclusion of those they said you can ride one but you can't steer it so if you're able to get it to let you on its back it's going to go where it wants to go yeah i think there's even like ostrich races somewhere in, in the desert there's legends of those that happen and there's documentation i believe if you can't steer the real. ostrich and it has its own desires of where to go is it too sentient to eat? Probably. I, I imagine, like, we'll, we'll probably come to a point in the future where we just determine that, like, most animals are probably a little too sentient to eat. I already feel that way, but I also feel like alcohol isn't very healthy. And neither of those things are stopping me from consuming either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I, I mean, I don't, I'm not saying that. I don't think we're going to stop, though, stop eating will. meat. No, no, I think we really will. I think people like you and I will, too, when that meat becomes more available. But it's going to yeah, take yeah, yeah. better marketing. It's going to take people uh, to not call it that meat anymore. But it's just so uh, fun to say. But yeah. it's a bad connotation. There is meat that's the exact proteins that we eat in like a perfect cow, mm-hmm. just grown without the spinal column or the brain or anything. It's just some muscles grown in a jar. Yeah. And then we eat those and it's, it's the same molecules. So that seems like I'm all about that. I I'd imagine if you could have it like marinated from the start. That would be better than eating plants because we've found plants on like a hive level are feeling pain and emotion too. Yeah. They like communicate. They send uh, signals to their roots and shit. Yeah. yeah. Man. Speaking of which, Josh says that Rue though. <laughs> that Rue. I'm on that Rue dog. I'm on that Rue chili. Oh man. Yeah. My roids. Having a Rue a Q. <laughs> oh man. Barbara Rue. 
in turn get in the pouch. Yeah, you can get in the pouch. I don't right. care. You can shower afterwards. It's your turn, Jimmy. Yeah, get slimed. Yeah. Oh, they slimed It's Jimmy. part of the job. Why aren't you guys doing it? You're the intern. They made me get in a pouch. Oh, man. I actually think it would be kind of fun to like ride in a kangaroo pouch. I don't think it would fit, but I mean, it would be fun. I mean, the theory, but... I mean, it's probably like gross and smelly, but if yeah. it wasn't, you know. Oh, man, I even think smelly. I was thinking mucusy and stuff. Yeah, that too. You're yeah. like riding in a nostril. <laughs> <laughs> Man. All right. Yeah. Good episode. Yeah, Rue Nostrils. Yeah. Nostril. All right, check in. Chats. Poop. A poop joke. Yeah, Josh on the YouTube. Bill Gates demonstrated to everyone a jar, a jar of poop. It was real. What's the next one? Wait. Shake. Oh, man, I don't yeah, use that one. I'm enough. Having I like trouble, a machine. I'm having trouble deciding. Dude. All right, I got, all right, all right, here we go. <laughs> Gotta commit. I'm, I'm indecisive. <laughs> I'm indecisive. Um, this, so th this is probably, like, poll-worthy, because I know this is a controversial topic, but how does, how does everyone feel about pineapple on pizza? I, I like to take it off and eat it on the side, but yeah. I don't hate people that put it on there. Some people I, I know and love and trust even in the community. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> right off the bat. <laughs> it was just outside the frame, too, so you couldn't appreciate how yeah, cool that looked. Nice. Um, no, it's, it seems pretty controversial. Like It's almost like in, if we just extrapolate into the future, there's going to be two species of humans, one that likes pineapple on their pizza and one that doesn't, and they're in constant war. It's very polarizing. Yeah, for some reason. Um, and I think that reason is because people who don't like pineapple on their pizza are no taste bud having ass motherfuckers. I said it. I stand by it. But, uh, no, I don't, I don't really think that. But, um, so the president of Iceland made, got into some, uh, maybe imaginary heat for saying that he, he didn't like pineapple on pizza and that he would, if he could, he would ban it. <laughs> And uh, of course, like he's not gonna ever do that. No one, no one is gonna do that. But it just became kind of a, it's kind of blew up, you know. Yeah. To have a president of a country like exclaim their distaste for pineapple pizza, and I'm like, don't they eat, like fermented fish and shit? Good point. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, if you like that, that's that's quite cool. fermented cabbage and stuff. You know, we all eat fermented food all over the place and don't even realize it, and it's delicious. Except for the fish part. Kimchi. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, no. I just, I just think it's hilarious that the leader of a country would come out that strong against pineapple <laughs> on pizza, man. Like, You know what the takeaway is? <laughs> Here's the takeaway. Yeah. Uh, they do not have a lot of uh, real problems there, do they? <laughs> Here we're like... We have one ethnicity that's being locked up and, and shot by cops way more than other ethnicities. We have another ethnicity yet that's um, uh, a primary contributor to the workforce and yet is uh, we mm -hmm. don't want more of them here for some reason. Like hella demonized. Yeah, yeah. And there they're just like, man, these people that like pineapple on their pizza. All right. That's your, that's your demon. Okay? All right. That's yeah. your... <laughs> That's the that's the race that you've got. Like, oh boy, that's your scapegoat. That's yeah. who you're gonna put in camps. 
<laughs> Confiscating all the pineapple pizza. <laughs> Get the old Gestapo out. The old Icelandic Gestapo. This is too good. Right. All right. Let's let's get the let's turn the pace up. I know we got a bunch of these. Toss me another one real quick. Alright. I don't want to. <laughs> I'm not going far. Yeah. Alright, so this is one and this kinda I, I just have this general feeling. But uh the Japan's new Minister of Cybersecurity admitted recently that he uh has never used a computer. How so, is that? Right? And his reasoning is that he's always been in a position of power and authority, so he's always had, like, secretaries and stuff to just handle that stuff for him. Oh, that's a better thing to say? Yeah, right? Oh, he rescued it. Yeah, that's yeah. Better thing to say. But it just goes... I mean, and it's like, that's not different from here, too. We have, like, uh, you know, people who are in Congress and who have been in Congress since, like, before computers were mainstream and like everyone had a computer in their home and like they don't they the aren't really up admitting it yeah and they're and they're not they're not up on things but like they don't need to admit it because you can just tell and uh yeah. you know one of the examples is recently when they it was a couple months ago when they were quest questioning the old zuck yeah. about facebook you know and it was pretty obvious that like most of them had no clue how things on the internet work um I mean, I just think it's time for some new guard to, to come in. Who like Never you know. been a clearer example of that. Yeah, right? Than that. And it's like he's still going to be the minister of, of like cybersecurity. Not, not just like, I don't know, some, some lame bullshit regarding not just like... Uh, I can understand him having another role, but having that be like, oh, he's going to protect us from hackers. <laughs> Okay, so is his job just to hire someone that can really do the job? Probably. Because that's a weird thing that you can be as a job. I'm head of making sure that someone else does a thing <laughs> that could just be head of the thing they're supposed to do. That's like what government is, a lot of it. You know, it's, it's just like... Must be nice. Positions like that all the way down where you just <laughs> like hire a manager who hires other people to like manage people who actually do it. And then they just outsource it. The great thing about cleaning a surface with wine is the scent afterwards. It's very pleasant. Mm. Oh, man. All right, you guys. Success. Success in the high seas. If you're listening to us now in the high seas, you pay a lot for internet. Congratulations. If you live in America, you do. Oh, man, that's a thing, too. What's the deal? Well, there was yeah. I saw. I didn't grab. I didn't grab it. But I was uh, reading this article earlier about. Uh, I can't remember who was talking about it. I'd have to look at it again. But basically, talking about like cell companies and cable companies like throttling again. Yeah, even here with Cox, if you use more than a certain amount, you you risk throttling, and they send you a letter. That yeah, you, and uh, you're on a different tier now. And he said this was like a perfect example of uh, why we needed net neutrality. Which was repealed in, like, 2017. And that whole process was shady, but, you know, whatever, you can research that. Um, but it's crazy because, like, people were saying the same thing before they were voting to repeal net neutrality. And uh, the, dude who, the dude who was, like, saying, oh, we don't have to worry about these things that we know that cell companies were doing this before we instituted net neutrality in the first place. Like, we already knew they were doing it. For sure. And then, like, when we repealed it, they're just going to do it again. And it's like, that, that's dumb. 
Yeah, and, and why isn't this a concern for people? Why uh, can't the people that really require this technology for their jobs and their daily life be the louder people while they let a bunch of old fuddy-duds that have all the money to pay for it however anyway just keep their hands on the spigot? I mean, this is a, a, a right of communication. This is Ma Bell Jr. Yeah. Or why do we let people who are, like, lawyers for Verizon, like, run the part of the government that decides that? Fuck Verizon. Why is Verizon such a coverage leader when they are such a notorious uh, customer support uh, liability? They uh, are even worse than their employees. Not a fan. I mean, is it just From like any... experience. Is it just any company... I like know. Like, Verizon's no. especially shitty. Yeah. I think it's possible to be less shitty than Verizon. Um, I think literally every other company is probably. Mm. But, man, they're doing something right with the right people to have a solid network, but it's not the only player in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cricket, yo. They just really... Uh, Where you man, at, dog? If it weren't for Sprint sucking so bad... On their coverage and their reliability of their coverage. And people being in bed with these CDMA phones, mm-hmm. which is like, it's CD is right in the name. These CDMA phones. <laughs> no SIM card. You just seedily CDMA your phone in with them. It has to be activated. We have to activate you. Yeah. So just always mail you a SIM. Ting is one that... um sponsors some other shows i like and stuff they're not a sponsored us but ting will just mail you a sim card and you slide her in get on the gsm network like t-mobile is gsm um most of the rest of the world is gsm <laughs> <laughs> so who cares if it's the best network if it's that so proprietary and yeah um yeah, and it's probably Sims. like a pain in your and they ask to like switch the phone or get a new phone, and then they have to like transfer all the information. And they're like, "Oh no, it's super easy. You just call us up, get on hold. We'll transfer you four or five times. Yeah. <laughs> Put in star eight six slash on your smartphone. Why are you dialing this in? And then it <laughs> pops up this ancient message that phones have always done that give you your IMEI number. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, oh, read us your I. It's only like 11 digits long. Let's make sure that you get your I's and your L's not mixed up. Bullshit. <laughs> For another thing, okay. Why are there I's and L's in any, like, password or anything when... There's these stupid fonts on the computer where the I and the L look like the same letter. Yeah. What kind of crap language do we have when these letters look identical and then we have to fucking use a computer that cares about which one we're using um, and they look the same? Yeah. It makes me want to smash a monitor. (laughs) We can do that. I's and L's. We just need to pick one. We need to get rid of either I or L in this language. Just ditch it. Don't sh- 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 me. We've got to get rid of one of them fucking letters. <laughs> At least make them shape different all the time. None of these stupid fonts. Can we just change the L? Yeah, get like, it out of here. What if we just laid the L down? Yeah, like a dash? Yeah, like an underscore. <laughs> but it has a little nub up at the top and the front. You know just what I mean? capital L's all the time, lowercase i's all the time. And if you do an uppercase i, if you just got to do an uppercase i, put the dang serifs on it. 
Yeah. I don't care about your sans serif font and how smooth it is <laughs> with your starting capitalized words with the lowercase l looking but like so baloney. Sleek. Am I supposed to tell which one's thicker? Get away from here with that thicker <laughs> letters. All right. I guess it's a drunker episode. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. So I got something on this too, but I, uh, you can start it off. Uh, this Business Insider. Yeah, line me up. Business Insider. With Matthew Whitaker, who's the new acting attorney general. He's not the actual attorney general because he hasn't been confirmed by Congress. So I thought Trump was supposed to be a business president because, like, every other article out of Business Insider uh, is, like, tr- something business-wise that Trump fucked up yeah. for everyone in business. And I used to read Business Insider, in, in Decider, Business Insider, before Trump, and it was not like that. It wasn't like they just rose to prominence as a publication by Dis and Trump, they just casually release these relatively neutral-toned articles that explain calmly and passively how Trump uh, decided something that's fucking over business as a whole. Just the concept of business is just going to be hindered by someone that's left a a wake of uh, a bankruptcy behind him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's lost more money than he's made in his life and can't even prove the money he supposedly has now. Yeah, because there was uh, this... Um, article that popped up about Matthew Whitaker, who is the acting attorney general, but he used to work for this company that um, was one of those companies that are going to help you with your patents and things like that. Oh. Um, and they basically just like scammed people. Some do. Yeah. And uh, but they did promote some like really interesting um, products. Like uh, the toilet made for specifically for men with uh, above average genitalia, so that they could take a piss without uh, their dicks hitting the porcelain or the water. Oh man! Specifically, like that was like it's a toilet just for people that when they stand, it can fall in the water. No, I think when you like you actually sit down and take a shit. Okay, more plausible. Still out of my territory for sure. I would yeah, have to do yeah, quite like, an acrobatic feat to get my dick <laughs> to touch the water. Let me tell you what. <laughs> yeah, who, who fills their toilets that high? Oh, man. <laughs> but then there was another uh, like time fills travel. T- that's another question. <laughs> I love that. Like, I didn't think of this at all, that someone could just fill the toilet higher. Because <laughs> I forgot toilets used to be higher. You remember yeah. when it like all switched to low flow, especially in, uh, maybe this is more of a West Coast thing. But all of a sudden, all the toilets only had this little bit of water in them. It's like the current amount that I'm content with. I'm not going to... I don't want big water toilets to come back. But man, when I was a little kid, the water was like right there. Yeah. Yeah, right. Maybe it was an issue then. I, I, get, I definitely got splashed in the booty more. <laughs> it was the masculine toilet invention. That's um, funny. But there was some other weird like time travel thing. The art, I got to research it more, but the article doesn't go in like super in depth. But... uh. There was a, a Sasquatch World Series where there, the search for Bigfoot continues. Like a World Series of it? Yeah, no, just, <laughs> like, just like a constant ongoing like uh, TV or web series. Wow. Um, How honestly fun. Yeah, I just can't, like... I mean, it, I don't, I'm not against that. It's fun, Ancient Aliens, yay, woohoo. But, I mean, it's not senator material. Or attorney general material. Yeah. But then there was a... They also pushed the idea that time travel could be possible within the next decade to raise money for a theoretical time travel commodity. Oh, 
tied directly to the price of Bitcoin. Oh, that's really shammy sounding. <laughs> time, time Travel X was branded as an, <laughs> an investment vehicle that could help users relive moments from your past or visit your future. Oh, man. Like, oh, man. I just... That's ugly. That's our attorney general now? That's, that's who our... Yeah, that's he, the he works... General. Well, he works... He was on the board for this company, World Patent Marketing. Fucking Time Traveled Mike or whatever. And, uh... What is his name? Matthew Whitaker. Oh, Time Travel Matt. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking... Uh, they were forced to shut down in May and agreed to, to pay a settlement of nearly $26 million to resign... <laughs> Wide-ranging Federal Trade Commission complaints about defrauding investors. Whoa, okay, this puts some extra scale on this. 23 million? 26. <laughs> That's such a large number for a settlement, for anything. Like, you really ripped people off yeah, to have to give people, them that much. Yeah. Imagine the millions he walked away from if that's the settlement yeah totally that's <laughs> like you know what i mean just from like ripping people off because <laughs> you if you're in that situation where you got it that far and you're having to pay the settlement you went through the whole court process you you packed away some of it some of that's oh, in yeah. ireland or something yeah if you're willing to settle you're like oh yeah sure oh yeah i'll just settle i mean that. i don't want to settle for 26 <laughs> mil but like you 26 know mil over a time travel thing well, it was the the overall thing was they were just like constantly defrauding people. Yeah, time travel futures. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Google the concept of futures, and that'll be extra funny to you. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> time travel futures. That's, That's the most fucked up concept for a financial market, like possible. Right. I just I can't believe people are still in on. You know that stuff is fucked up, but the Bigfoot shit. Like, I mean, it, it, we've had shows of like people hunting ghosts for like years. Yeah. And they never find shit. There's never like been a ghost that could be running for attorney general. <laughs> I wish there would, man. <laughs> we have no ghosts in Congress. I know. <laughs> What's up with that discrimination? Like, I yeah. want. I want someone in Congress that, like, has to use a Ouija board to communicate. Like, that would be <laughs> so fucking great. Like, someone, the staffer has to, like, just, like, sit there with the Ouija board and, like, uh, all right, <laughs> the yes or no vote. Uh, a, it's just a ploy for that staffer to be, like, two votes. Right, like, A-N-M-R. Someone, someone's relative with those initials is going to die. Yep. Like, also, yes. It's a yes or no vote. Why are you telling us someone's going to die? What's with these ghosts and predicting people's deaths? <laughs> so over it. <laughs> Can we focus on the issue at hand? Right. <laughs> oh, man. We need this more... keeps turning into that. It's all they're good at. Yeah. Why? Yeah, we need more, we need more ghosts in Congress. More ghosts. Ghosts for Congress. It's the new minority is ghosts. ghosts. Ghosts from the future. Ghosts from the future are not represented enough. Why also ghosts from the future is such a great other level. Because <laughs> that's the best kind of ghost. We yeah, normally yeah, have to deal me. with these old timey ghosts and like the the pink lady and stuff. I don't know if that's a if that was like a Mormon church lore thing or if that's more pink lady. I don't know. No, I don't think that's. I think that's a more of a specific. Oh, you know what it is? There's multiple. There's multiple pink ladies. It's just this common um, visitation, a hallucination of mm -hmm. a woman in a pink dress. Hmm. I think that there's something about the color, that, that color and hallucinating someone wearing it. 
Is it always like in the bathroom with the lights turned off, like the Bloody Mary type deal? Like end of a dark hallway usually, or yeah, like gotcha. walking across a theater stage. The theater is black. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, you're trained to see a figure walk across a stage, so any like lens flare in the corner of your eye or anything is going to be interpreted as that. Yeah, totally. I don't know. I kind of just want to go start like visiting uh, haunted places because the ghost people, the ghost hunters, man, they sure get spooked. <laughs> At least looks fun. Yeah. yeah. Like, but I just want to put myself to the test. Like, would I get would I get scared? Do I really believe in ghosts and I don't even know it? You know what I mean? Would I like come out of there and be like, okay, I totally believe in ghosts now? I don't know. I don't think so. I doubt it because it doesn't seem like there's a net increase in ghost believers. I don't see that becoming like more popular. They were like, <gasps> there's always like Excuse tons me. of shows on those channels that have ghost hunters. I mean, it's fun to watch, but I think it trickled down to like like one or two shows at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, now they're they're not even. I mean, Ancient Aliens is arguably way more popular than any current ghost hunting show. Yeah, and that's mostly about like great haircuts. <laughs> In the case of some of the hosts. Yeah. Well, it's always like speculation. Yeah, which is fun. Yeah. I'm into it, but I mean, we can't we can't have that shit voting, and like making government decisions can't like have we can't mix those waters i mean you think aliens already aren't making government decisions who do you think runs the government dog (laughs) alien votes lizards (laughs) iguanas specifically not even like lizard aliens just iguanas well that's the king of the lizards supposedly is it though (laughs) nah i mean people eat them (laughs) <laughs> in some places I don't think they're the king of the lizards people eat other people sometimes even people have eaten this one dude ate an airplane <laughs> no he didn't no he like cut it in pieces and ate like every piece of an airplane well, it that, took him a long time yeah yeah so he just like ate a piece of an airplane for for like weeks yeah oh man it was an ongoing thing just like a small like prop plane I imagine right yeah yeah hey I think that's the guest arriving along I think it is there's something about the timing of our show where, like, this is the time where guests can make it the easiest. We just, like, start the show about an hour before anyone can make it. What's up? You arrived at the what exact up? same time as our guest last week. Climb in. We're all prepared for climb you. In. Yeah, We have to catch in. you up on some polls we've been taking. So one of these was a poll, right? Yeah, we have multiple polls. Okay, so you're going to start off right away answering some polls. Climb in the mic. We like to be up on the mic in this show. So grab her, find the flat yeah, spot. Yeah, you can, you can bring it. You can still lean back. There's two flat spots. One's flat spot's louder than the other. So you and feel it? Give her a nice little hey, squeeze there. Is that oh, the one? Dude, yeah. Is it's got to be because it's rich. It's got to be. just yeah. rich and buttery. So good to see you. What's up, man? How you been? Yes. Yeah, so How you been, good. man? Dude, too good. Yeah, nice. Uh, how about yourself? Uh, you know, uh, up until 15 minutes ago, I've been great. Oh, dude. You know? Just, Are you all right? Did you get in a car accident? No. Fender bender, man. I just oh, dude, I'm no sorry. Way. My fender, and I just played for like four, <laughs> four hours. No, I'm a uh, guy was parked behind me in my driveway, and I just clipped him a little bit and just had to exchange info. And, oh, that's uh, a bummer. It's all right, though. It was totally my fault. Sorry about that. <laughs> but it's fendery stuff, so it's not going to be that big a Right. Oh, yeah, no. I, to- I told him even. I was like, how much you want for this? I'll give you, yeah, I'll I'll give you $100 right now. Or if it's like scratch territory, hook it up. Yeah. Right. No, but he's like, no, just give me your insurance. I was like, all right, man. He's probably going to sleep on it. Do you guys live in the same place? He's 
cousins with my neighbor. So it's it's cool, man. I you know I, neighbor cousins. I, well, know. I hate the way neighbor cousins park. For the record, <laughs> they're oh, yeah. known for that. Yeah, I would, I would I would play that card like really hard. I'd be like, well, you were you were parked a little like too close to to my spot. I don't really park know? this way around here. Yeah. I mean, it the conversation ended very well. I thought he pulled out some wax and he's like, hey man, you smoke? And I'm like, oh, I would, but. <laughs> I got shit to do, man. You know? like, oh man! So, Rage right. Well, it's really check, it's really sure. hard to turn down wax after an automobile accident of any kind. <laughs> so, dude, I'm super glad, man. Yeah. This is this is this is for your wax turn down. <laughs> get a little smattering for that. Yes, dude. So we've got pole time. Pole that's, time. That's the vault door of poles. All right. Is right. there a pole that? All right, no, there's no pole. No, I, I don't know if it's really a pole. Yeah, I don't Maybe remember how this is even a pole. I just got no, excited just, about that concept. Yeah. How do you feel about pineapple on pizza, man? That okay, that counts as a pole. Yeah. I forgot okay. about this one. Very controversial topic. It is. Yeah, it is it's very right? polarizing. In the year of our Lord, 2018. You can, you can wipe why. out half of your fans with this one answer. Right. Who knows We're going why. right You know there. what? And I don't even give a fuck about do the want, fans. Do you want a box wine over it? I'm okay. Okay. But. I like pineapple on pizza. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna gonna say that it's okay to put whatever the hell you want on your pizza. Yeah, exactly. I mean, let's just let's open the door to say it's not just about pineapple at this point. It's about people dictating what could be put on pizza. Right. And it's like, what if you want banana peppers on your pizza? Mm. Yeah, go for you it. You know what I mean? What if you want mushrooms on your pizza? No one complains. No one's like, oh, you like mushrooms on your pizza? You're a dick. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, yeah, yeah, but yeah. as soon as you're like, I like pineapple on pizza, people just like flip out. Right? I love pineapple on pizza. Uh, sweet and savory, man. Come yeah, on. yeah. Get with the times. Exactly. You know there's, what I mean? a, there's a legit science behind it. A little it, bacon yeah. on that back, and the, we'll, and we'll yeah. call it a yeah. night. The sweet and savory is a huge point that yeah. like foodie people will bring up that I forgot to mention because I... Not one of those people, but when it when it hits me, I'm like, oh, game recognized. We're not we're not not going to war. Fat recognized fat. Pineapple pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what was another one? We got more. That's the slicing samurai. I don't know. Is that the only slicing the pineapple from fucking pizza? (laughs) Did you see the pineapple pumpkin jack o' lanterns people made for Halloween? I didn't. Oh, that's a great Halloween weapon decoration island (laughs) thing. Yeah. People are carving up pineapples. Way better tasting filling, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And not everything is made out of it around this time of year. Yeah. No. All right. This is, I don't know, this isn't necessarily a poll. All right, let me just break this down. You can guess which state this happened in. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah, the which state this happened in. Is All right, game. so, old woman, 73 years old. Florida. <laughs> Damn! Damn! This dude. This dude. You know, all news comes from Florida. I don't know what it is. I think that's Pretty where much. news is made. Right? You it know, seems that's that like way. Where news is born. Yeah. It seems that way. Did you did you read the story? I didn't. <laughs> no? You can tell me the story though. I'm interested to hear. Yeah, I no, am interested it's just, to hear. It's just really quick, but just some old uh seventy three year old woman, right? Uh, is concerned about the meth she's using and decides to take it to her doctor for a second opinion. Where then it might ad- adversely affect her. So of course it happens in Florida. She's like, I want to get this shit tested. You yeah, should be right? able to do that, though. I don't trust. Like, I don't trust Billy Joe down the street <laughs> selling not me saying my shit. Legalize street drugs or anything, yeah. but if you could leak legalize double checking them at least. That's true. <laughs> That's true. I'm sure. I'm sure there's some uh, 
subcon- subcontractor that'd be like, oh yeah, I'll test that shit for That's... you. Just rub it on his gums. <laughs> <laughs> Blood just starts dripping. <laughs> 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 Fail. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, this is a little too <laughs> That's good. That's a cool job. I'm going to have to confiscate <laughs> That's this. That's a pretty cool job. Yeah, like, yeah. it's not a bad game. It's like a notary, but with drugs. <laughs> right. <laughs> Certified. All right, what's another... I uh, think those are only polls. Okay, I think we, we, now <laughs> I we need know. to dive into the ones we were saving. I mean, we for. didn't have polls because I saw, there was some pensive picking through the news that I saw, but I know you're holding back on us. Maybe. Yeah. I'm just super indecisive today. <laughs> but uh, I'm framing it cooler than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Big news in the world of. Hold on, I got. <laughs> I don't even know what this is. I never heard this word. It's funny before. to start with that and then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I saw it, and then I forgot the word. I was like, I need to forget, I need to remember the specific word, and then I totally forgot it. So, don't mind me. Hey, that's okay, that's what we have. Behold, once we learn the specific word, we'll know. <laughs> yeah, big news in the world of metrology. Oh, okay, well, that was actually worth it. That's a Yeah, and if you're wondering, like, no one has ever heard that word before today. I, it makes me think of metallurgy, but I know that's not. No, what it it's be. just uh, the science of measuring things or deciding how we measure. Oh, things. I know what you're going to talk about. I watched yeah, a video on this today. They like they decided to standardize standardize uh, some units of measurement for. Hold on. Okay, I want to see how quickly I can explain this before getting too heady and boring. Yeah. Because it's one of those things that starts heady and boring. But basically, all of the metric systems of measurement are based on astronomical constants so that you could get a specific unit of measurement to say this many of these things anywhere in the universe and uh, reference it to any other alien or whoever. But we haven't been able to do that with the kilogram. There was the big KG and uh, like it's like the boss kilogram in a, in like a vacuum jar in another vacuum jar in like another vacuum jar. So it looks fucking cool. Uh, and it's just a cylinder of metal that is exactly a kilogram, right. but there's been multiple, multiple of them in the earth, in the earth. Now we don't bury them or anything. There's different places, different <laughs> countries that have, trees grow. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> big key. Yeah. Big kg, big kg. I'm trying to say the word kg. Yeah, like right. Big kg. I didn't, pro- I didn't like think that one through. Yeah. But anyway, so there's multiple of these fellas, and they're they are measured. Their weight is measured periodically, and they've been drifting. Mm. So we're measuring weight, uh, we're measuring mass at such an accurate level now in order to get this quantum level of science that we're doing, and we can't. Uh, agree that it's all the same thing when it's different even with these fellows that have drifted just sitting there in, in vacuum jars around the world. So right. now it's being referenced to Planck's constant, which is uh, a measurement that relates to... Um, well, we can use Planck's constant to figure out uh, EMC e equals MC squared and figure out like a certain amount of energy. Uh, based on the speed of light, and man, you, you watch a video right before this thing. I think, it's, it doesn't make I think it Planck's anymore. constant is like the smallest unit of measurement we can actually like measure. Yeah, so if we um, fix that to a specific number that's the most accurate number we can come up with is like, this is our standard number that Planck's constant will be for this reference, then we can get an en- energy measurement that we can then convert to mass with E equals mc squared, and then we have this exact amount of mass that's right. like, this is this unit of mass. So what are they saying? Like, like 
things way different around the Earth. Well, like an object sitting there can have enough particles just kind of leave and re-enter this dimension or whatever they're doing quantumly that its weight can drift. Heavy. Even if there's another one with like this, even if it's an object this large, it can lose and gain molecules enough or something like that. Yeah. I was just looking at it because I think like America will be, because we haven't wanted to convert to the metric system and now we'll just be like double, double behind everyone else who uses it. Well, we've been doing science in the metric system. Yeah, the yeah, entire yeah. American scientific community is all metric anyway, which kind of divides like the us and them of the scientific community and the right. regular people, which We're isn't like, good. It has to be us. Our way is right. Yeah. Meanwhile, like we really should be in a community of where everyone being scientists. When we should FDR be... invented science, <laughs> he <laughs> yeah, was doing it for the Americans. Why are we voting <laughs> while thinking that there's different people that do science? Like, right. oh, we're not smart yeah. enough to do like right. even use the same measurement as science people were voting on shit yeah fuck like, that oh man it's a little it's a little tough <laughs> should have to vote in metric too somehow no scientists they don't know what they're talking and about and why can't we vote for a second choice while i'm on that round <laughs> why can't i pick like second choice dude and if he doesn't if first right. choice dude loses everyone's second choice vote yeah like we then. put in our vote to the high council or whatever the fuck and then they're like eh, all right yeah we don't really like that guy but what, at least we can at least your vote can count if your second and third choice can right. count that's being experimented that's with very actually. true it's very true. You're like eh, well my first place didn't win but yeah, you know, I got the silver. Whatever. I forget what it's called. I think it's multi-choice rank, voting. Rank choice. Rank choice voting. Yeah, 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 that's being experimented with. I really think it's the future yeah. to make voting matter again or make voting great again. Well, I think to get people enthused about it. That's. Yeah. I think that's the importance of it. Is because you know people say, oh, your vote doesn't count, but it's like, you know, your vote doesn't count if not enough people know how the system works. You know, like an an un, an unintelligent vote is just as bad as a non-vote. You know what I mean? Maybe even worse. And. uh it's a touchy subject, man. You know, it's like, yeah, one vote you can and be part I are of the community. same generation. When we were growing up, it's just like, you just don't talk about this shit. You have your friends <laughs> that you talk about it with, but you yeah. don't talk about it on this grand scheme. But then we grew up in this weird age of like where social media has taken over human psychology, essentially, that now people just have this such skewed opinion about, oh, this is what I think, and this is what I think. It's like, well, maybe we're both morons, and maybe yeah. we both have to, like, <laughs> yeah. read a book or something, you know what I mean? Like, I don't Everyone know. Everyone can start a community, everyone can lead a community and start a cult, yeah. and you can be part of one person that votes in a whole community, then that can make a big difference, but to have your vote thrown away because it wasn't a viable option right. and not have a second choice, it just seems super Stone Age. Like, By the course, way, you could fill out an application for my cult online <laughs> if you go to this It's an application. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> we don't want just anyone coming into the cult. It's a screening. Right. I mean, headshot as well. You know, yeah, right. Male and female yeah. headshots. <laughs> going to go out on the cruise liner. <laughs> Hold uh, what the hell is that? L. L. Ron Hubbard. Oh, oh cruise yeah. well, international style. waters is the place for a cult. <laughs> that's the party. That's party yeah, time. that's when it's the good cult kind of situation. <laughs> yeah. Oh nice. man. Okay, another juicy one. Another juicy one. Nope. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I have a few things about voting in here. I don't know if we want to stay on that. Holler. I mean, we should. Well, the thing is, uh, I have a title: is we have to stop Superman from voting because recently. There's always claims of voter fraud, like every election, there's always claims of voter fraud. There's been multiple, multiple studies on voter fraud, and there's never any evidence of like a significant amount. It's a very, very 
small percentage of people that do it, like 0.001% or something. So it's, it's inconsequential. But uh, recently Trump came out and was talking about illegal or uh, voter fraud and that people will stand in line to vote. Who wants to do that in the first place? Sometimes it can take fucking hours depending on where you live, right? They just stand in line to vote. And of course they're voting illegally in the first place. And then they just go out to their car, change clothes, get in a disguise, and then go vote again. Like, Yeah, as if there's time to get that done. That has never happened. <laughs> I'm, ju- I'm just at Walmart trying to get my frozen chicken nuggets. Like, I don't got time to be standing in line <laughs> yeah. twice, you know? Like, yeah, like, who the fuck wants to fucking vote twice, man? Like, well, it's already... Even if you did that, you'd have to have a second ID, and that yeah. second identity would have had to have been registered. So that second identity would have had to, like jump through all these other hoops to get registered in the first place. Yeah, it just seems like There's already so a controversy with voter registration not being easy enough. Or it's just Instagram-based. Instagram they just got their pumpkin spice, and they got two stickers. Like, I got two stickers. Two sticker motherfuckers. Yeah, you know? like, some, like my friend <laughs> gave me the second sticker. Oh, I sure just think he it's did. a hilarious concept, but it's, it's always pushed. Like, every election, voter fraud is always pushed. Meanwhile, there's some legit uh, suspicious voter fraud uh, on the back end when there's all these signature rejections. When you have one party primarily responsible for the validation of the signatures and suspiciously all of the signatures that are rejected are predominantly the other party. And all these people that had their signatures rejected have to jump through hoops to make their vote actually go in when it's a signature. I, I don't have to write anything like write more than once every maybe two months. Yeah. So how good am I supposed to write my signature? Right. It's like, like a scribble it, at this point. Like and I'm sure you guys have come to a point where you're just like, oh, I'm just going to change my signature. Like I'm doing the lazy signature for the rest of my life. And yeah. then you might change it again. Like I did that. I don't know. Mid twenties. I was like, fuck this. Like trying to do a neat signature. It's just scribbles. Middle school. Like, I realized it was a joke and that there's yeah, yeah, no yeah. computer powerful enough to compare it. And long after there was computers powerful enough to compare it, I knew that they weren't because no one else was consigning anything consistently either. Right. Well, now it's like if you go on Square and you just scribble your name, no one gives a shit. No one checks. Yeah, yeah. it's they not like have. that's how you write either. Right. And it's on the, the 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 thing that would be compared is the signature that's on my driver's license that I did into the digital pad of the DMV. Right. Which Absolutely. took three tries to even have it make a consistent line. Oh, damn right. Damn. And it didn't look anything like how I write. It's a thick ass piece of crap, resistive yeah, yeah, yeah. bullshit pad right so, so you yeah, think the so dmv cool. would step their game up like where's our tax yeah. money going let me get better digital <laughs> pens up in the ipad DMV. pro this shit like, <laughs> right on, man. it's 2018 <laughs> we're supposed to have flying cars by this fucking point right, right. Christ. oh man well and would, meanwhile well, like, well we do but you know elon musk is fucking hurling them in, into jupiter so it's like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> just for funsies did you know japan's landing uh well orbiting landing one two different probes on mercury Japan's probing the shit out of Mercury right now. Yeah. I think that's the most interesting thing about (laughs) our United States government or any government of the world is their secrecy of the space program. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we're going to just go to Mars. It's like, we're just going to drop a little thing and just drive around for a while. Like, yeah, we've been working on this for like 10 years. (laughs) And surprise. Right, exactly. In two months. All the people that died trying to keep it a secret for that 10 years. (laughs) Right. And then just them to be like, surprise, America. (laughs) There's nothing there, turns (laughs) out. It's just all dirt. Yeah. Yeah. Venus, though, Venus is closer. Yeah. Instead of having to pull 
water out of dust that we could just float yeah. between two uh, like gases over there and just like jetsons it up on, on <laughs> Venus and it could be a way better settlement but everyone's surfacist yeah. everyone wants to go right. be on a surface yeah it's like what do you got to offer on the surface we already got dirt here yeah you know what I mean? <laughs> just, if, you need, great. if you need drop a little scooper and take some with you yeah drink it up swim around yeah, yeah. some like artificial dirt yeah yeah <laughs> People live on cruise ships like, and stuff. Don't pe- haven't people dreamed of like floating in the clouds and shit? That's yeah. why we invented like airplanes. Like people wanted to fly. Venus clouded up. That. Can scoop up all that shit you're floating in. It's practically fuel already. Test it on the ship. You're yeah, good. it'd be great. So that's something. Why do you want to leave your ship? You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, you got endless energy and oxygen in that ship. You don't need it. For real. Step outside. Some, some internet. Have some Venus internet. You're all good. Yeah. <laughs> Quantum entanglement, Google, like, oh my god, (laughs) dude, quantum entanglement could do that though. Have you heard about that? When there's one particle that whatever its body does, it's going to do the same thing across any boundary in space and time at the same time. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be some entangled internet over there on Venus. This is some heavy shit, man. (laughs) (laughs) That's way more plausible than the time travel bullshit that this. uh, the guy that's currently our attorney general, we were just talking about, um, had to pay a multi-million dollar, like two-digit million, like twenty-six million dollar settlement yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for a scheme involving investing in Bitcoin and time travel at the same time. Wow. So you could like have this time travel investments and memories from the future. <laughs> like, this like, made no sense. You, you invest now for when time travel is a possibility. Yeah. And then the, it's fu- for sure. the future you comes back and is like, great investment guy. Yeah. You really did it. Invest more. I'm totally not taking your money for, for future me. I'm a different <laughs> person than you. You just hallucinate yourself at the foot of your bed saying, I have seen me from the future. Invest in this. Right. You wake up and you do, and then you totally die broke. <laughs> just got hair plugs and a, yeah. and a fucking seersucker suit future on. Future me and... was a dick. <laughs> I don't look like that guy at all now. <laughs> yeah, no, oh, for man. sure. Man. Uh, oh, so I did. All right. So <laughs> Stan Lee passed. Yeah, RIP Stan Lee. Yeah, in a freak Infinity Glove accident. Um, That's a weird detail. Yeah, no, it wasn't. That didn't really happen. But of I course. know that was your If idea. you could have any grandpa in the world. Right? You oh, know what I dude. mean? Oh, my God. Oh, here's a question like, we've asked several times. If you could have, if any, you could power, have any husband in the world, I would, I would marry him. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Good yeah. call. Dude, what would your superpower be? What's your secret oh, superpower? There's a lot to take into consideration. Here's there. a more fun question. This is more specific, too. Mutation. Not a, it doesn't necessarily have to give a superpower to you. Right. Uh, and this disqualifies some superpowers. Like Wolverine. I mean, except for his healing factor. Correct, because part of that's because, a technological right, thing. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, if you could have any mutation. Hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, if you think about it, healing factor kind of sucks. Oh, cool, I can heal. Okay, so I'm just going to get shot in the face, and yeah. then I'm going to feel that pain, and then heal, and then nothing? Like, at least yeah. Wolverine's got Berserker Rage, so he could, you know... There's some useful other layers there. He could schnick some people's heads off <laughs> and right. shit. But. I'm very confident in mine. Uh, I'd be... Uh, able to just be covered in fingers like my whole body's just all <laughs> just fingers. all just like the tips of fingers or no, just physical fingers bones just in them and everything <laughs> oh. just straight up i'd be the human kush so ball <laughs> yes yeah and wow. i just go around feeling the world that everything is, would that feel is the amazing ultimate, that's the ultimate feel right i, I, I could just go like this and like finger around i mean would you have 
a sentience about you? Would you have a mouth? Yeah. You know what I mean? What I would look eye? just like, like this, covered in fingers. Oh, okay. So I could For even, sure. like, pose. I would just look, like, really about, hairy like, from a distance. retracting the fingers? No, no, no. You know what I mean? I, mean like, I could make a bunch of fists all over me. Okay. Yeah, I can kind of braid oh, them. Oh, that's true. Wow. Cross, uh, cross pairs yeah, of them. Yeah, it's like finger Kevlar. Yeah. yeah. They Gross. would undulate like a caterpillar. That is, that is the most horrifying thing I've ever thought of. It would look life. disgusting, but it would feel amazing. <laughs> I, I wouldn't don't know. fight crime I'm, with shit. That There's would no... take me a long time to think about it. Because people think about these so, powers and stuff that they could like yeah. do stuff with that's like fine, crime fighty or whatever. Yeah. So I went into box wine territory. I don't know. I think like <laughs> Doctor Strange's powers are cool. Yeah, like, it's just exploratory. The... Yeah, because it's cool. like he didn't really like gain those from a mutation or whatever. Like, yeah, he got the accident or whatever. But that was all like healing through a monk and like, you know, being able to then like you're you're now a, a warlock of time like i don't know that's that's yeah cool. especially when you get like them foldy buildings oh yeah any power sure. we're like let's just we just you... distort reality if <sighs> you will like oh the first time i overdosed on anti-anxiety medication <laughs> the, <laughs> the first like time Strange. folks <laughs> <laughs> when like uh, that foldy it was mostly it wasn't as extreme as like foldy building time that yeah. would have been so great but I yeah. wanted that instead it was just like really tall car like driving the car and the car just seemed really high off the uh, ground yeah. and other times it seemed really like in the ground we called yeah. that boat car we had boat car boat moment. car yeah. oh my god we because I'd have to like announce it to people around me like well I'm having boat car <laughs> woo yeah. yeah boat car time <laughs> yeah oh but man back, let's just once again, bring it back to the man, Stan. What a fucking life, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? To just have that, like, I, I don't know, maybe I'm crazy and maybe it's the LSD over the years, you know? But it's like, I think that when people, not necessarily when they create stories and when they have just like a wide imagination, that they're uh, all seers, you know, that they're telepaths who could, you know, see the universe. But I think that there's kind of something to that in... In, if you believe it, it makes it real. You know what I mean? Like, okay, yeah, Spider-Man's not a real dude for sure, but it's such a big entity now that it's it's real to people. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, people will camp overnight, you know, to go get this dude's signature, and it's like, man, and maybe not in his later years. You know what I mean? Because of the you know the alleged overworking of him, and because of his fame, and because of his legendary status as a comic creator. You know, there was that, and I'm not sure how much merit there is to it, but there was that, like, oh, people were getting him to do these conventions, and, and, um, which I really hope isn't the case. I mean, because he seemed like a really fun, just happy go lucky dude. Seemed to be enjoying it. Yeah, he seemed to be like a fucking Spider Man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, dude, absolutely. And who didn't love that guy? There is not one Marvel, like, he never looked unhappy being in anything either. For sure. Yeah, his sure. cameos in like all the Marvel movies yeah. are like always killer. No, like, uh, he never looks unhappy in a coerced in those cameos. He's so into it. Well, oh, a friend yeah. of mine we're talking about the other day about like you think he was happy with the with the renditions of the movies, and I went, oh fuck yeah, he doesn't he doesn't care if it's exact to the story or whatever. Just to see it's, it on the screen is it's amazing. Disney yeah. now yeah. it's Disney now it's going to be in every child's mind for the next sixty years. Disney ain't going out of business. I got I got news for you, all you listeners out there. When <laughs> Disney goes, that's when you know the apocalypse is coming. Right. That's the, it's know, the entertainment hub for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Of the world. Yeah. You know, like so. Yeah, and the movies are not like you watch some of those movies and there's just these like huge epic scenes and you're like, that looks like it was pulled straight off like 
a comic book, but it looks so right. fucking rad. Yeah. yeah, they, they can really experiment too. with the cinematography. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. The, and the art, once again, of making movies. Instead of it just being like, you know, like Aquaman's coming out. And I'm a huge DC fan, too. But it's just a CGI. It's just CGI the whole time. It's a 3D ride. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's not movies, a physical roller coaster that takes you places. Yeah. And, you know, like... I don't know, man. But to have those flaws in the Marvel characters that yeah. Stanley was so famous for is really the secret sauce. Right, that was. Yeah. They humanized That's those what characters. That's to the youth, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, like sure. I think Spider-Man was really like the first one that was like just a normal dude who had like real life problems and... That's yeah. what, like a huge focus of the the comics. Well, the X Men, the mutants. That was all you know about uh, you know uh, equal rights and yeah. you know, uh, the the gay and lesbian community. And Tons like, of minority you know, like, issues. Exactly. And... Like it's just it really was a reflection of our world, which is why I brought up that. Whole, you kind of think like and so, a yeah, message just that the weirdos can be the most valuable. Right. It's just a huge, crazy, brilliant imagination for sure. And I don't. I don't discredit the human condition when I say that, eh, maybe it's something more than that. You know, maybe it's something yeah. like, yeah. These, this is their interpretation of the world. It's their interpretation of the universe. You know what I mean? And when you have someone like Stan Lee, who's like, yeah, the, the, the multiverse and these, these different dimensions. And then like, now you have people like Michio Kaku, like, it's like, yeah. well, there's more possibility in yeah, that. Yeah. There's than like, yeah, it's not, that's science just, fiction yeah. actually. Yeah. yeah, you know? yeah. Like, holy shit. Whoa. This was just a comic creator. Right? It's just a dude who drew monsters in the 50s. Yeah. And right. then to create this just immense universe, you know, it's just, it's mind-bending, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Gnarly. Fucking Stanley. Cheers, man. Yeah, cheers, Stan. That, See you on the other side. That and that dang infinity glove, though. Fuck, man. That right. gets you every time. You know time. what? Hey. Brings me to another quick little snippet. I kind of, you know what? I agree with Thanos, man. <laughs> Snap it up because I, we I'm, are yeah. we are screwing the world up, man. Yeah, you know I feel the I same mean? way. It's like if I'm if I have to be one to go. All right. Yeah. Cool. The thing the is, greater good, yo. Are we really though? Because if you think about it, the people that need the greatest resources right now uh, that don't have clean water, they don't have right. access to toilets and stuff. Those right. people. Uh, <laughs> The resources are plenty there. It's yeah. their own government and their own yeah. subjugation and generations right. of oppression of their geographic. That, that you know, it's corporate interest that if not corporate, you, you know, like yeah, that or or um, also they're in areas where it's just been so war torn and such right. ancient corporations. There was like hundreds of years ago that they are destined to be fucked, being born where they are. Yeah, exactly. But the resources are there. It's just a distribution issue. Right. When we have like the whole, I don't want to get into some one percenter preaching thing though. But there's there's so much empty land. And yet we're not spreading out into the empty land anymore. Oh, cities are growing. Oh, we passed the point to where more than 50% of the population lives in cities right. and uses space more efficiently. There's so many changes that need to happen in how we use space. And yeah. we've congl- conglommed up in these cities, yet we're still using cars like crazy where it doesn't right. make sense with the congestion. So things are hella disorganized. But I think it's a lot uh, more complicated than something we could rule uh, like fix with just population issues. Right. Oh, absolutely, man. I mean, like you really see that living in a place like this mm-hmm. where land is owned. You know uh, what I mean? People, they sit on their land on Las Vegas Boulevard and Wigwam yeah. until, the, until the casino comes around and says, we want to buy this for $6.7 million or whatever it is. You know what I mean? So people 
the, the land is their investment. And I think it's been that way, you know, since we colonized here. Like, mm. oh, we're going to take this little land and I'm going to give it to my great, great, great grandbaby. Yeah. But it's not like that anymore because of the, the exchange of, you know, I, I guess kind of the It's a bad way for culture. a city to work. Right, exactly. It doesn't work for the longevity of us as a species yeah. to share resources and pool them in a city when someone just has a big fistful they're holding on to. Yeah. Like the Fountain Blue right. is a huge scar and waste of economic potential on Las Vegas yeah. while someone just snatched it up as this and crisis building. Like, yep. Who's going to give me the highest Exactly. Bid? Wasn't even going to put glass on the building right. until someone else like donated the glass on it just because they yeah. own the casino next door. Right, exactly. It's so messed up. Yeah. But then you get one giant slot machine. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. uh, But the idea of like eminent domain and and people (laughs) not being able to own property in America, it's just like that's going to have as much controversy. Right. No, but you're, you're totally right. I mean, there's just so much space, but that space is owned or if it's government land, like what is, what do they need it for? Like let's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Divvy up. Why are the cities going up and, cr- and crowded? Like I recently, and not, maybe not recently, six months ago went to, uh, San Francisco and I hadn't been there. I mean, I'd only been there once or twice in my life prior. Um, but one time was on tour. So we were just passing through. It wasn't like I got to see the city, you know, we went and we fucking jammed and had a good time, you know, mm. and then had to leave, go to the next town. Yeah. But, um, I went with my lady not too long ago, and um, it's just so tight. Everything is just right there, and it's like uh, it's it's like New York on meth. Mm. I don't know what it is. because <laughs> I mean I'm, I'm I lived in New York for a long time as well, and the city seemed like it at least had a little bit more breath. It had a little bit more uh, you know lung capacity. Which so one to speak. seemed that way? San New York. Oh, okay. New York did. Mm. I mean, and that was okay. Fuck. 12 years ago. Okay. That the last time I've been rather. Um, and I've heard it's a lot more congested now, but still it's like cities just, they seem to pack and, and, and pack into this little can when it's like, there's so much space around us. Why does it take me 300 miles of desert? You That's know a super I mean? good like, question. And you know, it all has to do with people getting to their jobs and getting their resources quicker right. and sharing these things better. Yeah. We all can have things cheaper if we just live close together, right. but uh, we don't have to waste so much energy on cars and right. how expensive it is in time and money to have greater distances between things and to rely on cars. Right. But man, we are in bed with cars in America. Yeah, so even true. as we've come closer together and, and built cities like there are prototypes for in uh, Europe, that people can exist without cars and save a lot of money right. and have a, a cheaper cost of living and Even a better as, environment. Yeah. You know? Cause we go, how do they can, how can yeah. they live there? Gas is expensive. All their products are more expensive. They, they don't ride a bike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah that's they because do. they have less, their cost of living is drastically different when that factor is taken out. Yeah. And we're so in bed with that factor. I know I am. Right. It's just hard to just culturally imagine not having that level of right. freedom over distance. Uh, right. I mean, it's the, it's the convenience of it all. It's like, Oh, I couldn't live without my car. It's like you couldn't walk. And to be able to go to the next city you know? uh, alone, like yeah. I can get in a box and go to the next city right. by myself. Right. That's so powerful. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. yeah. Or it feels that way. It's a concept of power that's yeah. cultural. Right. It's On the not, road, man. It's, <laughs> it's not logical. Yeah. I could do that in a plane 
similarly it's priced. It's definitely something primal within us, you know, that yeah. that nomad mindset where it's like you've got to explore and you've got to see. I mean, and there's plenty. I Cowboy. Think it, it has to be 50-50 because, you know, there's plenty of people, too, who are just like, I'm cool right here. I'm yeah. cool with, like, breeding. Just, just, I'm good. And we'll build a fence around to, me and don't come in. Those yeah. poor people have to pay more for everything right. because of my nomadic ass. Yeah. <laughs> Saying, right, i got to exactly. run around everywhere and it's got to be yeah. affordable. It's all your yeah. fault, Wes. <laughs> That was uh, all right. Yeah, no, that was a uh, kind of a uh, on the subject of one of the pieces of the van life being more popular, mm-hmm. and that people aren't really willing to, or that it's too expensive to like live right in a lot of cities. So people are just opting to like live in vans, especially right? like Silicon Valley. Well, I mean, or take it to tiny homes. You know, yeah. those are sixty thousand yeah. bucks, and you could get a nice little tiny home that's. A, pretty much a studio apartment on wheels. And yeah, there you right. go, man. You know, it's like and like, but the thing is, like, if you organize them well, like, it's it's enough space it for is, people, for and sure. like, they can be comfortable, right? But we're uh, often sold on the idea of like having just way more space than we need, like activity space, right? Yeah, activity space. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, I'd say like this is my minimal amount of space, honestly. Like, I need to be able to like stand and stretch and like don't put me in a fucking box. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's got to be somewhere in the house where I can spin around with my arms out. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> gotta yeah, get that. Yeah, yeah. I gotta get that spin on. Yeah, I got to do my '80s dance party <laughs> yoga routine. Get right. on the uh, leg warmers and everything. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But no, for sure. I think that people are just getting to that point where it's like, life isn't meant to be lived slaving every day for menial bullshit, you know. And I think people are kind of waking up and being more in tune with it, but not really realizing it yet. Yeah, yeah because yeah. the you know the human mind and our consciousness can only really. It can't. Re- it can't see past our perception of life. Mm-hmm. So when we're like, you know, just waking up every day and we're on a routine and we go to work and we got to pay our taxes and then we got to get gas every day and we got to go to the store to get the meat and you know, you know what I mean? It's like we lose sight of like, oh my god, it's been fifty years and I haven't had a single like existential thought. <laughs> you know, like oh my right. god, I've I have children. I have <laughs> no like, idea how to pilot. talk to them. Yeah, I have no yeah. idea. What they're feeling, Daddy? What's the meaning of life? Like, I don't fucking know. I'm 60 years old, and I have no fucking idea. Like, right? That's Man. that's that sucks for youth culture. You know what I mean? The like, fear of having to face that without thinking about it beforehand. Yeah, exactly. I feel like uh, is a theme that's come up in your music before. Yeah, probably. Like uh, the probably haphazardly for sure. Like a little knock on the door to remind everyone to. To like look out the side window sometimes, right? As you're running around doing your routine, or look, uh, better yet, look out the side window and realize that there's so much that we have we haven't even like come to terms with. We yeah. haven't even seen like you know. I try to explain to people all the time. Me and a buddy were just having a conversation last night about you know how fun conspiracy theories are, right? You know, and how it's like so sexy to believe that you know the. The government's after us, and uh, you know it's like a movie. It's like mm. everything is, you know, yeah. It's unexpected, right? But like, I don't know, man. I, it, it's, Some of the biggest conspiracies we totally know about now. Uh, we know no, about for everything sure. happened with the Cuban Missile Crisis, right? And all, exactly. Yeah. And so it's, it's just like, like uh, uh, no big deal. We right? suck at holding you know secrets, what I mean? yeah. <laughs> but still, it's just like you know, there's a lot of things that we can't understand because of our perception. Like mm. we can only 
we can only accept the fact that these things ex- exist physically, you know? And now, like, even bringing it back to what we were talking about before, about the kilogram, it's like we're realizing that not every- everything's not just cut and dry. Yeah, we can't tie I mean? it to some object sitting in a jar. Exactly. It's got to be exactly. tied to something that the universe does. Right. That relates to mass yeah. now. Exactly. Man. Which I studied up on and just like butchered anything on. But this is about introducing people to some stuff to Google later. Right. And reacting to some stuff. And, and that's the beauty of it all is to say, is just to step back just and say, I don't know shit. I think I know it all. Yeah. But no, in reality, I don't know anything. The I am stuff just we don't a know is the funnest speck stuff. on a planet spinning in infinite yeah. space. Like, just a rock hurling through the air. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Like, totally. Uh, that's so. Among the spirit of this show, for sure. <laughs> yes. That's the eye twinkle that we're going to <laughs> go for. That's the apple this. of its eye. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got. I think this was in your was one, 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 one of years. Wait, before no. cue that. I won't and, wait. And then cue the next one. We just want. I want to mention a couple sponsors because oh, yeah, we've yeah, got yeah, past go. the middle of the hour. That's good. And I feel like we should acknowledge some of our awesome local folks, like Strip and Dip Chicken has like the best substrate for sauces on your chicken strip and dip look them up naked city pizza man when you want pepperoni cups right where the pepperoni (laughs) forms this little like those hot corn poppers you'd fold inside out and they'd pop up on the table Mm. but made of meat from an all-american standard pepperoni cups pepperoni cups naked city pizza all these sponsors you can mention radiovegas.rocks i believe a great majority of them you can even get 10 percent off by mentioning radiovegas.rocks another one is pinche's tacos that gives you a free blood orange margarita when you order a gringo i think it's taco. the other way around oh you get the free gringo taco and you yeah. get the blood orange margarita that's right yeah you want to get both anyway and you're going to pay less at pinche's tacos it's a swear word you get to say when you say their name a lot of us don't realize that it's so great a lot of us gringos tacos don't really understand yeah. but <laughs> totally yeah then and if you're feeling latin still yet one's Flaming Fajita and Cantina oh, man. is another classy establishment. That's a whole episode. Right and yeah, there. And like, that dude I am, is so cool. I am not kidding though. Like Wands is, is just is out of this world, man. Yeah. It really is. There's a real dude named Juan that's a cool guy that seems like someone <laughs> you'd bump into in life anyway and be yeah. your buddy. And then meanwhile has this magic food talent. Right. So absolutely. take him up on that. And you're like, oh man, I want fajitas. And I want them to set it on fire right, right in front of me and burn my eyebrows off. Like, it's delicious. It is the best <laughs> that fajita I have ever had in my life. That spectacle is, yeah. again, that's another thing that's exactly. worth bringing up. Yeah. Absolutely. And when you're done getting drunk at that place, Hangover Joe's is back. Oh, Hangover shit. Joe's is back so hard. I miss <laughs> them. They, uh, they just came back to us with, like, a bunch of boxes. Been chugging that shit like it's five-hour. It works similarly effective with B vitamins and such. But it's been, sustain- uh, it's been sustaining my life this week. Right? Honestly, like, just a little nip in the morning, I'm good. Yeah. Not for hangovers, but just for, you know... The old B vitamin goodness. <laughs> but then when you're hungover, yeah, yeah, yeah. what does it help you <laughs> yeah. get feeling a lot better, a yeah, lot totally. more? Move it's over, Pedialyte. <laughs> humanizing. Oh, yeah. Shit's all over Pedialyte for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, in that, I'm in that Pedialyte pocket for sure. And like the, the Hangover Joe's, 
Man, the way it can energize you through the whole situation is just like no other. Even that great Maloof beverage. Do you hear the the Maloofs changed it from no. never too changed it from never hungover to never too hungover? Oh yeah. To then it's now called um, and maybe a little hungover. <laughs> <laughs> now it's called no promises. Oh, no I'm kidding. No. It's called Drink Aid now. Oh, Drink Aid. And not that that's a bad name, not that it's a bad product, but it's nowhere yes. near as good tasting as Hangover Joe's. And although I haven't used it as many times, I once got like a, like a wine bottle of Never Too Hungover and just kept like drinking. And then the next morning I drink from the wine <laughs> bottle of the Never Too Hungover. <laughs> and uh, that was a move, but man, it didn't do the the sustaining like nutrition-y thing that man, Hangover Joe's gets aid. going. I mean, at least... Gatorade's got a gator in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the shit. funnest part, Couldn't though. Couldn't be like, crocodile aid. The, uh, the slogan was the hangover experts. Ah. And that just implies that the Maloof family, the way <laughs> they live is just hungover all the time. Well, like, they're doing secret data in the palms. You know, that's where they, that's where they uh, study the human condition. You know? Like, that's so how I picture it. Yeah. The palms is just like a hangover study. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Come get drunk here. Oh, Three man. for one. Visit the Palms, y'all. It's like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a hangover study. And go see Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. Now playing at Brenton Theaters. Fantastic Beast? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know what that is. I don't Fantastic Beasts and where enough. to find them. Yeah, some it's Harry like Potter. A, it's thing. like a Harry Potter spinoff, I think. Nice. Yeah. Harry Potter prequel. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Speaking of Harry Potter... Actually, this is a terrible segue because none of you know that my wife, Ange Kerfoot, recently found a thrift store jacket that looks like a Harry Potter jacket. <laughs> Hell Dude. yeah. This is a tenuous string just to bring up yes. that she wanted me to tell you that she's a total fan and wanted me to oh, hell yeah. bug well, thank you about you. that publicly. Thank you. And, and you know what? I'm really happy about the jacket because those are hard to come by. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you get those, like, people at, uh, people who, you Especially know, LARPers, LARPers are there at, like, 9 a.m. Like, oh my god, they're gonna open and they find all the cool jackets. It's hard LARPing <laughs> in the West Coast. They don't get those nice jackets yeah, over here. It's yeah. not a good LARPing coast. No, but uh, tell Angie I said thank you and I'm looking yeah. forward to some more stuff that she's doing, man. I saw some some little flutterings on the internets, but yeah, I, you know, we're I, collabing on a new album together. Man, I've been trying just really hard to stay away from the internet, honestly. Like using it as a tool and being like, I need to know something cool, right? Or but as not a distribution using network as an artist is absolutely very valuable. Yeah. Absolutely, but I just like social media is just just twisting my fucking mind up, man. I, well, just, like, I don't had to think stay that you it, have you know? to be like uh, um, a daily morning talk show host to be a musician, right? Uh, we love talk show hosty stuff, so it's a natural fit with our band, right? Especially because we tend to have these gaps in output, like a lot of bands do. Yeah, um, but the concept that you can be more focused on just doing the music and not have the dread of having to maintain a certain like face. Right. It almost feels like showing up to an office every day. If well, it's like no one wants to way. see my selfie every day. You know what it's, I mean? Look at me. I'm not a, I'm not a 20 creating. year old blonde yeah. on Instagram. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm not some surfer with pecs and shit. You know what I mean? So no, yeah. like I, I feel like I have nothing interesting to say unless it's about like, oh, hey, look at what I'm doing. Look at the albums <laughs> I'm doing. Look at the shows I'm playing, right? But, you know, there was a big thing that came up. It's like, well, how are you going to promote if you're not on Facebook? I'm like, 
I don't know how they used to do it. <laughs> you play. You play and you're good at what you do. And hopefully people catch on. If they don't, well, I mean, like, you know, we fall victim to a very strange thing in Las Vegas because, yeah, entertainment capital of the world for sure, but it ain't for rock and roll, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's for casinos and for residencies and for DJs and for people who just want a good time. Or, or and the I, music flavor. Of I've the realized that very young because, you know, you and I go way back from playing shows and, and being in the scene and having to go through the rigmarole of dealing with yeah, it was agents. Like, Oh, and, nine, we played oh our my first God, show right, exactly. Yeah. So it's like, we just, we lose sight of the fact that people just want a good time. They don't want to, they don't want to fantasize about you and idolize you and have your picture on their wall. Oh. They just want a good time. They want to go to a club. They want to hear good music. They want to drink a, tre- a cheap cocktail. And then they want to go home safely, you know what yeah. I mean? And go to work the next day. And they'd love to so, have you on their list of entertainers. For sure. But they but don't need you to be their, the front of their... You're not uh, competing with Kendrick Lamar. No. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> unfortunately, what are, what are you going to do? You know, it's like money. It takes money to make money. And in Vegas, it's a performer's town. Because, and i.e. performing covers. You know, a lot of bands rely on being in cover bands to pay the bills, which is totally, you know admirable and, and warranted mm. in certain cases, but I'm not the type of cat who could do that, man. You know, I do music because it's just like something I could do. I don't yeah. know. It's just like, yeah. I just found me one day. I, I, it, it's not like I was like, mm, I want a guitar and I want to fucking be on stage. It's like, no, it was like all of those things are a byproduct of just being creative. And, and that's my art. You know, that's my, well, there's a climate now spirituality, to where you know? if you're creative in one or two ways, um, there people think, with this rise of content creators in general that can create a a few different genres that you're going to just have to cover them all. Right. It's fun to try for sport. Like we've made like how to's and all kinds of different random things, but that's a great way to figure out what you want to do when you know what you want to do. Oh my God. (laughs) That's that monster. Dude, my telekinesis is running wild tonight. I'm sorry. Just, but when you, when you know what you want to do, you can find that and maybe a couple peripheral things to frame it right. and just be on the list that people have of people that do that, that they like. And I, like podcasts, I think are a great example of that. No one should have a podcast that's trying to be the altar that people worship right. at. Absolutely. Like, this is yeah. my, uh, my main dude. You I'm going to be Howard whole... Stern one day. Like, yeah. Ugh, you have a whole <laughs> flip through. You have like a flip book of podcasts that you like. Yeah. Oh, cool. This dude. Oh, cool. This dude. Right. And it's like a family in that Something genre. to fill your time with. It's so there's nothing to, yeah. wrong with being one of the people that does a thing you like. Going back to what you were saying before, opening up the question. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because that's, I think, what art has to do. And you can look at art in so many subjective ways, like, you know, um, me and my girlfriend were debating the other night whether dancing is an art. And she's like, of course it is. And I'm like, my lizard brain is like, no, it's not. You're just moving around to a beat. <laughs> and then, no, but it really got me thinking, like, no, I mean, it is. It's a body art. It's motion. It's feeling. Dude, I've got know? a thing it's on like, that. So Oliver, Oliver Sacks, the writer of This Is Your Brain on Music, uh, talked about uh, was the first person to tell me in this book that music predated spoken language, which I had no right. concept of before. Right. That we as a species would communicate knowledge like bees do totally. with a dance and a song. So yeah. when you uh, when you do music, so to speak, whether you're creating it or communicating with someone through music or just in some kind of musical trance or just doing something that's music, you have to use all of your brain, right. especially if you're also moving your body to the beat. So people would do elaborate dances with music to remember things. Like this is the dance of how we clean our pots. This is the dance of where those elk live. This is the dance of what we do every season. This is the dance of how these tents are made. And 
they didn't have separate language even differentiating dance from music. So and they like, were fit too. Holy yeah. shit. They all had washboard abs. Like yeah. what the hell? <laughs> so they couldn't differentiate between what, how music was valuable and how dance was valuable. Right. It was literally part of the same communication. Yeah. So that made me appreciate dance more. For sure. In that way. That's no, like, absolutely. oh, it's visual music. Hey, man, sometimes you just got to think about shit. Sometimes you got to like think about it from a different perspective because I'm, an, I'm a media artist. You know, well, no, no. I, I mean, a media, no, for sure. There's so you know, much visual like, things that I've enjoyed from you. Well, for sure. But it's like, it's not only media art. It's also like... I mean, I guess media in the sense of, you know, a physical thing that you could put in your your your, your record player and listen to it, right? But, uh, well, you know, media art the thing is like... That goes on the yeah, medium. Right, for sure. I'm going to call it that this time. <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure. Um, but, but to me, it's like there's there's a big difference as far as, you know, the business side, as far as the creative side, being a physical artist, someone who physically paints and which I guess you would really technically call a media artist that's using a different media paints, oils, you know, as opposed to something that's in the box entirely. Absolutely. Opposed to something that's essentially just, I mean, to, to the human mind when they take it home with them, it's, it's, it's just ones and zeros. It's Mm. sound that's been recorded. Exactly. Uh. Um, now, then there's also the physical performing side. There's also the just letting go and, and being a performer and not having to worry about this box of like, okay, here's a song and it's three minutes long and we're going to play it just cookie cutter every single time. Like there's something that loses its flair about that. Well, you're, it, you're you losing know? the advantage because I'm really obsessed with intangible art right. because of the immortality aspect. Absolutely. But the biggest drawback is the fact that when there's a performance or something physically created, there's so many more random elements and opportunities to roll with expression right. and roll with happy accidents. Yeah. And a musical performance is different every time. Absolutely. And you can't get that from something that's literally a copy of one specific thing of data. Right. But on the other hand, I'm so in love with the idea of creating something that's so good as that copy, even if it was um, out of a live performance. Right. Oh, absolutely. Like, oh, you can get a best of both worlds then if you get all these yeah. random things, but then you've got this image and that becomes immortal. So the immortality of intangible data and its ability, as long as there's another copy of it in some organization of molecules somewhere. Well, that's the lost art of guitar soloing to me. <laughs> you know, like you have so many bands that do that. The, co- the cookie cutter, oh, it sounds like it does on the record. And for some things, it should. You know what I mean? But that's what reference. the solo was. That's that, I mean, any solo, not yeah. just a guitar solo. I'm a guitar player, so of course I attribute it to that. But any solo was meant for the musician to feel and to mm. go into and to be one with the motion and the beat, which you could say, strip all that, and you're just dancing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, So it, it's, it's a feeling, and it's something that has to move through you. And too many people, they just they pick up an instrument, and they go, I want to do this as a career because I don't want to physically break my back labor in. It's mm. not a, I want to be an artist, and I want to be creative. I think that's where we get the homo- homogenation of music and the, the staleness of... Like, safety. Well, yeah, it's safety, and it's like, what band's doing hot? Let's sound like them. Yeah, let's do it. We could be them too. We could be them too in a year. It's like, why don't you just want to be you? Mm. You know, it's like my my favorite dance is when you can want to be you and do something totally original, and still be able to do these artful nods and winks to things that are cultural phenomena. Things going on, and that's our influence is shining through us. You know, like I think that a lot of people that think that they don't reference anything modern don't realize how much they're leaning on the shoulders of something that's hella been done. Right. And some people don't realize 
the foundations they're leaning on to communicate with people musically and right. don't <laughs> they don't that's the worst is when uh, a person thinks that they're they don't even understand their that they're just copying something and just playing right. it totally safe. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, way safe from the realize. But right. that's what's even worse is the avant-garde that's just, like, doesn't try to do anything musical either. <laughs> right, that's true. <laughs> These sweet spots in, in art are something else. The truth is so always somewhere in the middle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, to do it, you know, in the cookie-cutter fashion, because that's pop music. You know what I mean? There was a reason why the Beatles were the fucking biggest band in the world is because they had an image and a and a nice wrapped little box that you mm. could take home and open it up and read all the little. You know what I mean? It was and John a, Lennon especially was so good at writing things that set up an expectation. Like, oh, you've heard things like this. You expected yeah. to do this. Right. Oh, fourth measure surprise. Yeah, this. exactly. Oh, surprise extra note. Oh, surprise. Right. It's a half step here instead of a full step. Yeah. And it was a little transparent in the early Beatles, but it was such a great right. formula. Absolutely. And he said it himself the reason why the Beatles ever did well is because American people love to be tricked yeah <laughs> you know what I mean it's like and, and that's the illusion of pop music that's mm. the illusion of like you know when you see your favorite star and they're out and about yeah they're gonna be in their in their garb and their makeup and their wigs and their you know Louis yeah. Vuitton or whatever <laughs> but you see them going just going to buy cat food and they just look like they live in some trailer park in Nebraska, you know? <laughs> and it's like the illusion right. of like, oh, we have, you know, we, we have so much to choose from, but it's like, not really, man. You know? Yeah. Okay. I guess. Sure. Taste is individual for sure. Yeah. But I don't know. It seems to me like, and it, once again, kind of talking, going back to talking about like the land thing, you really see it in a town like this. You really grow up and you, re, you see past the veil of illusion of like, oh man, I'm going to be a big ass star one day. And you realize, wait a second, I'm not Elton John. Like, I'm I have not, a huge note on that point. Yeah, that brings know? me to like something that I really see uh, happening in the future because I feel like it's been happening since we were in high school. Yeah. And that's the cult. Uh, entertainer concept right. is yeah. starting to turn into the main kind of entertainer. Right. It used to be that media was so centralized that the village entertainer was dead and that was the starving artist yep. era. <laughs> and now we've had this pseudo meritocracy where artists can rise from their popularity and right. the normal dude can become a star again right. through alternate channels. But then you get the moment this normal dude becomes a star and most of the people I know are like, that dude's lame. He's a star. Right. It's like, it's yeah. cheesy though. Yeah. Like, so, so like, yeah. where, where yeah. are the us that it, it turns out, okay, each person's us, each person's uh, art that's going to really connect with them right. can't connect with everybody then. Right. That's, uh, people are more unique than that. So, it, so it's, these cults It form, falls into the cult category. Yeah. Exactly. But especially for rock and roll. Mm-hmm. I mean, because that's a that's an old, yeah. that's a cult in and of itself with right. subcategories to it. Well, plenty of bands that are rock bands nowadays they're touring all over the world and you don't hear them on the radio. You don't and hear them on Pepsi commercials, to. exactly. And that can be some of the best ones because uh, it's not weird for someone's most personal and best thing not to be for everyone. Right. It's amazing when an artist can be right. considered good by everyone. Yeah, it's if, great if, that we all think <laughs> the Beatles are great. If but people could just understand that statement, like yeah. you're not going to be for everybody. Yeah, you're going to kill some great artists. It, it does. If they just focused on their strength and who they were instead of trying to make everyone 
happy. Right, exactly. Way better. Right, because they try to compartmentalize and they try to say, well, let me write a song that people are going to like. Just write a song that's you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if you do your (laughs) due diligence or whatever, you're going to get the return, man. People are going to receive it or they don't and you know, all right, I got to become an attorney or something stupid. (laughs) Well, if they don't, then you just be satisfied with your cult. Maybe your tastes are more niche. Right. But you can be even tighter with your niche then. Well, look at people like John Waters. Yeah, you know what I mean. Such a good example, dude. John Waters, man. You know what I mean. Such a cool dude, but totally polarizing. If I could die just being half the dude he is, I'd be, I'd be happy. Be determined to really hit. Uh, uh, like his call awesomely yeah. to like universally respected figure now. Right, exactly. Like no one doesn't respect his impact on media Absolutely, at this point, even though it had to be so underground for like his whole career. I mean, the dude who gave <laughs> Iggy Pop his like his <laughs> acting debut, uh, you know what I mean? Like, it's just well, weird. Just such an individual to to bring the freak into pop yeah. culture. Like that would also really be so important. dignified. Exactly. Like such yeah. like such an easy person to yeah. shake his hand. Like this smoking guy a Virginia Slim. Like oh yeah. no, honey. Like, oh man. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love it, man. I love it. But no, it really. I think I think that pop culture will always go back into the underground because the underground and it sounds so kind of cliche. Oh, the underground, right? Like it's this foreign thing that people don't know about. No, it's just the people who get overlooked because of the signs and the lights and the promotions and the, how many tickets can you sell bullshit? The underground is right below the mainstream. The underground, that's where the working man is. The underground is where real people are. Or just how like pop music ends up borrowing from the underground and making Absolutely. it popular. Because it can't grow yeah. otherwise. Like, right. I remember like when, when like dubstep for an example, and you know, a lot of people may not like that, but when it first when it was just like in you know, clubs or in raves in yeah, Peter yeah. Piper's pizza at night and shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right? exactly. And then like eventually you hear it in like pop songs and then on the commercial, yeah. like on commercials. And then even in like country music, they had like dubstep oh, yeah. breakdowns. Sure. Well, they talk about the generational whoop. You know what that is? Where it's like the same kind of tonality, the same kind of, uh, equation of tones that mm. people just familiarize with. Yeah. Yeah. And of course they're going to like this song because they liked the song that came out three years ago. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And it's, it's all about who is selling you. You know what I mean? Like I, I, once again, doing this for such a long time, you realize over time that it's like, if I don't have some rich daddy who could fund my dreams, essentially, I'm just working. I'm just every day just having to do my own thing, make sure album get albums get done, make sure shows get booked. Mm. I don't have some agency. I don't have the luxury of some guy being like, all right, go on ABC in the morning. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, fuck. I'm doing this all myself. So it, it really gets overlooked that it's like you have to have the money to do it. You know what I mean? And then that creates this pool of monotony of this of this same song the same dance over and over again that's just been bought every 10 years they recycle it i feel know? like if there's uh, uh there, we've already had a lot of hope out of that and how cheap it is to record your own shit now. right oh my god and yeah even mastering everyone's using isotope and right. it's ai mastering just yeah. like and it's like right it's great i don't hate it yeah I, I usually touch it up a little bit beyond that but even right. if i just slept on it it's like wow this really brings us if you can do a decent mix and if it if it doesn't bring you there then you at least have the tools to get good yeah. over a couple years or you know someone level. who mm-hmm. can do it because that's the ease of access really i mean like i remember it started with like the boss disc like you mm. put in the disc and you had the little faders 
I forget oh, the one that was for called you, the, the, the cassette. Oh well, no, for sure. I, no, I'm not. People. I'm not saying for me. I'm saying for like the digital age. Gotcha. Yeah, for like the digital age and the ease of access of being able to just like set up. Make it and it's an MP3. No, you know what really what I really didn't like Sound Blaster cards and yeah. Cakewalk. Man. Oh yeah, for sure. Because that was cheaper than my buddy with the the disc burner and the unit. That was like eight hundred bucks. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was like, ah, oh, forget that. I'm getting yeah. this used Sound Blaster, right. my Pentium Four. Right. <laughs> but the ease of access, it really has made it to where like you know anyone can just have some laptop and do music. To where of course you're going to get a lot more bullshit. And now you can you really know, hear like, the difference between the people that spend more time. Right. Because there's no Absolutely. click button that's gonna yeah. uh, bust things differently and really right. give uh, pockets for things and right. you can hear that love or not but then you have these other people that don't put that love in but they just fucking know how to make a hook oh, right. there's some people yeah. that are just idiots and their music is so good right. and it's so great to have them out there making great music and I, and I would love to meet one of them one day <laughs> like you know like yeah we mostly bump into people that slave over some things right I haven't seen like one of those prodigy idiots in a minute no for sure man <laughs> I, and you know what like, you know and who I have, does that and I, like, it makes me want to roll back the idiot level but someone that can just go on gear mm -hmm. and if they just get uh you know how to start it and put it in gear they make sick beats on it it's fucking Ange. oh yeah just hell put yeah the chaos later in front of her and um okay it's a looper it's like four loopers all right, right. Oh, i've got a bunch of synths in here right boom sick piles well, of like that goes back to it's good about composition the feeling, of man. different roles and Absolutely. understanding yeah. listening to enough music to understand that you need to fill a bass role you need to fill a rhythm role Absolutely, you need right. to have breakdowns you need to have a, a flavor a for everybody yeah, yeah. Well, they're like i like the bass in this song you know what yeah, I mean? so she for just sure. goes at it and, and like okay uh, uh, anticipates where there should be some crescendo, where there should be a drop, where there should be gaps, where there needs to be more beat, where, the, where right. there's kick missing, where it needs more bass, and just slaps it together on there. And we just touch it up at the end. It's like, oh, it's so great for that to be there. Right. Where minds that are actually particularly apt at the creation end don't have to sit there behind some crazy producer with an afro and a gun, uh, Peter Spector, or not yeah. Phil, <laughs> Phil Spector. Spector. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which uh, that would have been a fucking dream. Holy shit! I might might have shit myself, but holy fuck! No, you would have shit yourself in yeah. terror. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. Uh, absolutely yeah. of terror. Um, no, I, I dig it, man. And it's like you know, even bringing up artists like Ange, where it's like you, the content is just so immense. It's mm. because certain artists can just go, "This is done." I'm on yeah. to the next thing, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I think that's important instead of like, you know, us growing up in the scene here, you have those bands where like, we got our 12 songs. We're going to play those 12 songs for six years. Oh, and it's oh like, that's so gross. And it's like, no one wants to see you after the third show. No, you know? no. Another thing that people don't see is uh, you see someone that can consistently output great music or great art or whatever they output on a seemingly regular basis. Right. They don't, a lot of people don't realize how much work that is for right. the other 90% of the output that they're making. It's life. Yeah. For it's, that person it's not just that, a, it's not just a thing you do. You're not anymore. watching first right. takes, right? You're not watching the first time they threw all these things down. Right. There's like 20 versions of that track yeah. that sucked for each one yeah, that you're hearing. Absolutely. <laughs> sometimes more Yeah. like sometimes going to, you know, cause everything in the digital age now logic, you just go to the bin and you delete mm -hmm. all the untakes. Sometimes it's a thousand takes of, yeah. of like everything combined, you know, but that work like, shows up. And I think yeah. that's the meritocracy that's still going on today is right. you can tell people that either put in a lot of work 
or they have another skill that applies to this that's letting them get away with less work and have it still be good, but they yeah. still nourish that skill. They're still yeah. putting in time doing, say they're a good writer and they're not good with the gear. They've sat down and written a lot without any gear to even remember it, like right. tragically and as difficult as that is exactly. to then go there and do it and that an even harder journey in that right. way sometimes. Well, I mean, the thing that, I mean, because getting into the recording side was just a whole different world for me. My life had just been a guitar player. Just mm. been a guitar player. I wrote lyrics. I mean, like, and once again, this is just, this is just shit that comes to me. It's not like I sit down and try to rhyme words together. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just, they're just words and tones that come to me. I hear a song, I go, I got to get that down so I don't forget it. You know a certain, I mean? so pe- a like, certain p- amount of people in every village born for hundreds of thousands of years needed to fill that role to help everyone communicate with themselves emotionally. Right. And that role has been so essentialized that it leaves a lot of us disenfranchised. Dude, but the fucking recording side, that's a whole different universe. Yeah. It's like not only now do you have to get your music you know, planned out now and mapped out. Now you have to be a photographer now you have than a to, painter. Yeah, and you, that, that photograph has to be pristine enough. And okay, not really so much for like what I do. I don't care about pristine taste. But you still have to be in focus. But you still have to be in focus. You have to be you well lit. To, exactly. It's all these basic sure. things that you don't think, like right. you think photography, they're not right. creating art. They're just capturing something that's already there. And you're like, right. yeah, but it's lit well. It's in right. focus. Exactly. There's depth of field where like, oh, there's, is the whole thing in focus or just the subject in focus? And right. you're like, oh, that's a real thing. Right. It is a real art. It turns out right. what? Right. Like, oh, Oh my God! <laughs> They're doing it. My life is alive. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, so the recording side is just—it's crazy because to me, there's now the art of I don't want to do a hundred takes. I want to get it down. Yeah. How I get it down? Totally. I want it to sound like it does, like it's real. Just because you can't real. do it hard, how can you make it do it less hard? Right. Yeah. It's like, and, and the realness of music, I think, is slowly kind of fading and. It's because of that like, kind of corporate mindset of like I've got well, to sound like a the, label. The music is that's get being me, sold, you know? yeah. which isn't necessarily the the mainstream, isn't the bulk of media anymore. Right. So like that might be the case for the stuff that's the easiest to sell, like candy, your your Pepsi colas, right. and your Jack in the Boxes. For sure. But like people don't think about Pepsi and Jack in the Box when they think of food and drink. I've got they an old Scotch that, whiskey that's yeah. been that's been f- fermented. They think for about their favorite restaurant years. and their favorite yeah. hometown. <laughs> yeah. And so that now that there's a way to move around the country and have a handful of restaurants that you love from all over the world in your pocket. Right. And that's really taken the win. But like McDonald's is going out of business just because, uh, yeah. and that same thing's not going to happen with mainstream music. It's not going to go out of business, but it's not going to be the most beloved. Well, they're all competing. It's like the $5 yeah. meal. One got a $5 meal. Perfect the next example. one's like $4 meal. Yeah. yeah. Next right. one's like, oh, $3 meal. Then you get a cookie. And then McDonald's is like, fuck. <laughs> all right. Like, Two for six. So you have Rock. this, this music know. and this food that's only good when you're drunk. <laughs> right. Exactly. No, true. Man, music right. and food are fucking so much alike. But you can't have like too many awesome hole-in-the-wall restaurants. And that's right. why there can't be too many artists like right. us creating in this new environment. Right. And being honest about it and trying to be the best that we can. Absolutely. Competing against ourselves and our little communities. Right. So on that note, we've only got a couple minutes left. Can I get like a one minute plug of anything you want to promote right now? Um, yeah, man. I mean, wait, sorry. There's two swooshes on that one. Oh, okay, right. go ahead. We needed to swoosh it up. This was one. There we go. <laughs> that was one. Uh, no, yeah, I got a couple albums in the works, man. I'm doing a album with Asteroid M Records, Cody Levitt um, from People's Whiskey. Shout out to Cody. And I'm um, doing a record with him. 12 songs that we're just trying to get done. Uh, I'm doing another record by myself at home, just another 12, 13 jams that uh, trying to get done as well. Um, and 
Besides that, you know, I have, of course, a backlog of just stuff I work on here and there. Just, you know, kind of the vault, I like to call it. And uh, Dude, you got to let me ha- do a remix. <laughs> Dude, yeah, you absolutely. Anyway. I don't need to bug yeah, you in the air right. on that. It's all right. I mean, I just, that's a ball I haven't picked up. It's all right. Um, <laughs> but besides that, i got some shows. A strange Mistress is playing tomorrow night at Beauty Bar. Uh, with a tomorrow band. night, yeah. Beauty Bar, Strange Mistress. Yep, yeah, check uh, them out. That's going to be uh, with the Pussy Jones experience. I believe they're from California. I don't know. They're like a kind of James Brownian on acid. What's the door open oh, on yeah. that one? Uh, the door, I think, is at 9. And, Pretty normal. And the show probably starts either 9.30 or 10, whatever. Um, but then, you know, we've got a couple more shows after that. Uh, the 29th will be over at Vamped uh, with the Quitters and uh, Stereo Assault, who are a phenomenal band. Um that strange mistress as well. And then I just, love Vamped and I love yeah. the West Side. You know what? The West Side is the best side, man. Vamped is underrated. Pack yeah. Vamped. Like yeah. people don't go to Vamped and be like, "Darn, I didn't like being at Vamped." Well, it gets a bad rap, man. It gets a bad rap because people are like, "Oh, it's you know they only want to hear a certain genre of music." Okay, sure, but I mean, like, also they just want to hear good music. Yeah, yeah. You can listen to good rock at Vamped. You're not. Right. It's not. Gonna, you're not going to go there for a good hip hop show. No. Right. But I mean, uh, if you go to the right show at Vamped, it's great. And if it's too loud, there's yeah. a whole separate bar area where you could get beer and pizza and it's a good volume there. Right, absolutely. If it's not too loud, then it's great right in front great of the Great sound, great stage. Yeah, it's you never know. bad. The worst right. the sound is is too loud but still good and there's a whole other room to enjoy it in. Right. So it's just they covered all the bases. Right. It's comfortable, it's clean. Drinks aren't crazy expensive either. It's not. For a place that clean, right. the drinks are amazing priced. Pizza's right. good. Vamped is amazing. Yeah. Um, but besides that, then the December 1st will be over at Beauty Bar again with a band called Wofat and Sasquatch um, and for Planet Desert Rock Weekend. And, um, yeah, man, besides that, dude, just recording, doing my damn thing and trying to, you know, uh, not go crazy. Nice, Hell yeah. Dude. Yes. All right. Bye everybody in podcast land. Yeah. We love you. Tell your friends. Hell yeah.